0: This is Craig Smith, and you're listening to Cobras and Fire with Baco and— Oh, wait, where's Loose Cannon? I'm Loose Cannon, motherfucker! Cobras and Fire. My name is Craig Smith,
1: and I'm Baco. Uh, uh, Craig, I think before we get going too mm. much further, we should address. Yeah, how's it going, Baco? <laughs> well, well, ask me in a couple minutes after you you kind of take me to task here. Uh, we are glad to have you on, of course. The, the Craig Smith from Pods and Sods. Thank you. Uh, one of my uh, my my you're you're like a role model for how to live your life for me. Uh, just to let you know, um.
0: <laughs> that's an interesting thought. Anyway, I you, mean, you have called uh, well, I, you've called Eric the the smart version of you. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll, I'll take what you just. Oh, said. I said you guys,
1: uh, pods and sods is a smart version of. Uh, uh, of Cobras co- and Fire. Cobras and Fire.
0: Oh, so that, does that mean that I'm the
1: uh, smart version of what's his there. name? Cannonball. What do you cannon- call him? <laughs> Let's go with Cannonball. I like that. <laughs> Lose cannon, of course. Yeah, he, he That's he, right. That's he couldn't. Guy. He wasn't willing to fly into Minnesota. He was afraid of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no. as he very
0: well should be. <laughs> and besides, I think that we um, we deduced after the last Rock and Pod Expo that I think we're better just working with one of you at a time. <laughs> okay. So this works out better for me as All well. Right.
1: Good, good. Uh, well, you've uh, not only been an inspiration to our show, but you've also had some fun at our expense. And uh, you posted a picture on Instagram, which I mm-hmm. just... Wait, what,
0: uh, first of all, what fun did I have at, at your expense?
1: Oh, well, you know what I mean. You've let's, given us a hard time. Let's get that out time. first. You've given us a hard time a couple times in your show. Okay. Not, yeah, nothing little, bad. Little, okay, yeah.
0: yeah no, P- it was a I
1: oh,
0: think I went off on loose about his yeah, ability to buy a turntable. <laughs>
1: But no, Still stands. Uh, all good stuff, by the way. i this is uh, we would be pretty big, yeah, kids. provided
0: you with content,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> nice, nice cold open to the show, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, so, But you posted a picture on Instagram of, of your listening room. I think it said, mm-hmm. this is where the listening happens. Yes. And people can go back and listen Imagine to
0: Imagine if I would have said, this is where the magic happens. Imagine <laughs> what your episode would have been like then.
1: Yeah, we almost went there anyway. See, we- it,
0: exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, I knew what I was doing when I said listening. Yeah. And I was like, this, this is safe enough. Apparently, it wasn't. Yeah, no, not with
1: us. Uh, uh, now, I, I will take um, the blame, because when I saw that picture, I'm like, We have got to talk about this on the show. Uh, You can go back and listen to it. Uh, um, If you want all the details of of the photo, you can look at it in the show art and all that stuff. But now that you're back, I think it's only fair uh, to offer you uh, a chance to respond.
0: Um, Okay. Well, uh, for for those that don't know, and I'm sure uh, all of your listeners know exactly what you're talking about because they listen to every episode probably (laughs) several times.
1: Uh, well i 'm the only listener so yes i okay listen, yeah. fair
0: enough uh so uh, i have uh i when i moved into my new apartment i forego uh, foregone forego i decided to forego having a kitchen table in lieu of having a listening space mm. so what you saw was off <laughs> the that 's actually the dining room area of the apartment
1: just far enough away from the murphy bed exactly yes <laughs> Uh, it it
0: I, I have I have upgraded to a one bedroom so okay. th- there is a bedroom. Uh, I, I'm afraid to post pictures of that because I can't imagine the kind of episode that you would come up with. Then. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, a recliner in front of a stereo system, um, a rather modest stereo system. I would say that if there's anything about that picture that is impressive, it's the vinyl collection, which. Isn't really that impressive compared to friends of mine. I'm guessing um, that
1: might have been the intent of the photo that you were going for. It was, it was kinda- more.
0: Well, it was more the, the well the vinyl collection, and I have set up this corner of the apartment for records. Now, first of all, I, I mean, I, if there's anything that I, I think was the highlight uh, or, or anything good that have. That's come out of the Cobras and Fire episode. It's been Matt Porter feeling the need to make the same joke twice about how he listens to you guys in his special chair, four <laughs> inches from the, the speakers, in case anybody didn't see his comment the first time. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah, uh, if you want to admonish me for having a stereo system that I listen to uh, <laughs> instead of uh, you know like an 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 iPhone on an iPod dock, I mean, I'm giving, I'm trying to give music the respect it deserves. Yeah. No. I mean, but apparently, uh, yeah, I'm a potential rapist, and, you know, <laughs> you know, just when I thought it was over, every time I thought it was over, it, it went on for another two or three minutes. Like, I, I I know your podcast. I've listened to the little asides about a sunny Poonie. I don't know that there's ever been a
1: 20-fucking-minute segment on the guy. <laughs> well, if, if you're saying that's where we need to go, I got plenty I think, of material. So. Well,
0: I don't know. I think that I should slip you a list of the people that should uh, also uh,
1: get this kind of ire. Oh, we could use the show content, so Yeah. Uh, anything you can do to help us out, you know, we'll, we'll gladly take uh, it. We 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 steal from you all the time, so that is true. Um,
0: yeah, when you were, uh, I, I I do believe. Yeah, I do want to say something about the jerk sock because the <laughs> the whole thing about filling socks is something that uh, I I coined very early on in the pods and sods run. Mm-hmm. When you went with signed jerk socks, I took that as a an affront, to be honest. Okay, and. Um, I mean, at that point, you know, because I, this is how I envisioned it, Eric Miller might have had a different idea, Uh, signed bandanas and signed socks. Okay. But you took the (laughs) socks from us, so all I had were the bandanas.
1: Well, I couldn't help but notice you took one of the socks that we were offering that day. That's true.
0: (laughs) That is true. So, so... What I think is funny about this is, so I get this episode from from you guys, um, which was just absolutely hysterical, and now we are recording an episode for your feed in my hotel room that yeah. I'm paying for. Like, how did this happen? How did you turn this around? And, uh, and magic. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, like, just edged your way in here for an episode.
1: Well, I have to admit, when I listened to the playback on edit, I was like, there was a couple points. Where I'm like. I wonder if we went too far. <laughs> it and then uh, been a little too far. There was a little radio silence from you on Twitter, on Instagram with me. I'm like, oh boy. You know what? It was more the. Uh,
0: I listened to it and I was like, all right. I might be a little blindsided. Let me give this a, a couple days. But it was it was more the people that were reaching out and being like, dude, what the what the fuck did you do to those dudes? Like, why did they go at you so hard? And I was like, okay, well, all right. It's not just me. Maybe right. it's uh. Maybe it was a little old. I mean, I don't know. I think I was fine with it until the word rape came up.
1: Oh, I think that's even where
2: I was like, whoa. <laughs> the chair looks like something that maybe, if you're talking about a jerk chair, that he leans forward just enough, and he takes those bandanas that he likes so much and wraps them around his neck just to give it enough as- asphyxiation to finish.
1: <laughs> Only when he's listening to NXS. <laughs> I mean, this looks like a rape factory.
0: Dude, <laughs> <motherfucker>. <laughs> but the thing, the thing was that before that episode, I'd already contacted you and said you know let's hang out while yeah. i'm in minnesota and then this comes and i was like i'm not sure w- which route to take from this yeah. point like what happens here um and it happens here uh, that we're here in my hotel room yeah um i hope you're comfortable uh, this is this is where the magic happens to be honest with you. I mean, I've only been here a day, but if I want to, you know, if I want to get some masturbation out, this is the room it's going to happen in. So, and I this, can't help but notice now that
1: that you have conveniently put me in a spot where I have to go through you today. <laughs> you are you are
0: in the corner. Hotel rooms are uh are interesting to record in, aren't they? Are yeah. We uh Megan and I recorded an episode with comedian Jimmy Pardo and we did it in a hotel uh and it was so weird to have to shuffle furniture, the available furniture, and try to get some sort of thing going where it's conducive to podcasting.
1: Yeah, it is weird. So, it's, uh, yeah. I, I thought about bringing you down to, to the Cobras of studio. I'm Fire not ready studio. for that. No, it's... Uh, I mean, I literally have to warn people. It's like, I promise you, despite what you're going to see when you first come down here, there is a place where it's going to be neat and clean and we, we mm-hmm. record and, mm. and instead you kind of walk into this dungeon thing. So yeah. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, I saw the... Uh, and again... Uh, I saw your picture uh, and I was like, This is the guy that's that's pissing on me yeah. for having a and by the way it's it's more than four inches Matt Porter uh, uh, wouldn't you like to know how many inches it is uh, wow. i I had to see this picture of you and your your kiss pinball machine and a litter pan and a book space of of like kiss books, and I was like, this is the guy yeah, that's, that's right. ridiculing me, and uh, you know these people that are mocking me are forty year olds that have kiss shrines, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I don't know. I don't think it was that episode, but there was one that I talked about. That the, the oh, I think it was that because I, I kind of brought it up. Like I said, you're that you that picture that we made fun of. Mm-hmm. It's like this is this is a reason why I didn't have a kiss room until I got married. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't bring a woman back here. And uh, but you know what? Uh, I am
0: incredibly lucky to have a girlfriend that is also a vinyl collector. Yeah. Okay. And it took forty six. Well, I, I'm forty six now took 42 or 43 years to find the woman that absolutely, completely understood the joy of vinyl, if you know what I'm saying. Sure. And uh, sometimes the couch, I should tell you this, sometimes the couch is in front of the turntable.
1: Okay, I was going to ask you, is it always that close? And is that because you have to reach over and pick your needle up, it won't return on its own? Uh,
0: Yeah, well, usually I'm doing needle drops. So I have a little table to the left of the recliner, and when I'm doing needle drops, I'll listen through headphones. I, I hardly ever listen through speakers, actually. Yeah, okay. And those speak, I-, I believe Matt called them giant. They're like fucking Fisher speakers from 1973 or something. They're incredibly low powered. There's nothing amazing ab- about the system at all. But, uh,. Yeah, so the couch and the recliner sometimes move from the uh, living room to the, the little dining room area and vice versa. Sure. Depending on company.
1: I, I did tell you that uh, your friend Pat Francis came to your defense on Twitter. Yes. Um, Thank you, Pat. Uh, but uh, hopefully I, I got that straightened away. At least uh, that, that this was all meant in good fun. We do pick on people we love. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I consider you a friend, anyway. I, I, I did. I, I was. I, I was wondering until yesterday. Okay.
0: Exactly how this was going to go. Okay. It's it's been a pleasant two days. Yes. Oh, okay. Good. Yes. Uh, I, I call you a friend as well. Moose, uh, not so much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's he's kind of like a. I'm not sure he's human. Yeah. But, uh, um. I, I try not to ever. I don't. I try not to pick on him too much because everybody else seems to. So mm-hmm. I would just be piling on. I just. Okay. Uh, um. Fair um, enough. Uh, uh. He he has no problem with it, but. Uh, okay.
0: Uh, yeah, Pat Francis is a very sweet dude. He, yeah. uh, he put us up. We went to uh, California to see a show, uh, I guess, three summers ago, Megan and I, my girlfriend and I, and he did not know us at all. He'd heard our podcast once, and he was like, you're going to stay with me and, really? and the family and put us up in this amazing guest room above his house in Woodland Hills, and uh, we went to see a show together and hung out. It was a really, really fun time.
1: What the hell, Pat? Yeah, I'm 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 more than happy to come out and stay. <laughs> you in had to yesterday. do a you had to do a, a monkeys episode at the right time for him to hear it. <laughs> so okay, see, he's probably never listened to our show then, if he other than that one apparently. But uh, we, we're, yeah, we're gonna get I, a lot of monkeys on the Covers and Fire. If stuff.
0: he's not a regular listener, I would love to know who hipped him to that episode.
1: Yeah, well, maybe you can reach out to him and ask him. Yeah, I, 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 I assumed it was you. I was like, yeah, these guys. Uh,
0: are- yeah, I, because after I listened to it, I was going to be like, hey, <laughs> hey, friends, listen to me, just absolutely get railed for however long it was.
1: Well, you said some other people reached out. Is anybody I know? I didn't tell. Uh, yeah, there, some of them were people you know. And nobody you want to mention?
0: I'm not going to mention any names. I'll tell you. I'll tell okay, you. Okay, all my, right. Because uh, I, I just don't want them to be the next in line.
1: <laughs> uh, well, you know, I mean, uh, the, I know. Um, When we typically would... We only kind of tear into people that we really like or really Mm -hmm. don't like. Mm -hmm. And it's usually the other. It's the former.
0: I was going to say, how do I... Yeah, how do I know which camp I was going to fall into?
1: Well, I would hope our previous interactions would have been that. And the fact that I tipped you off about it, I I wouldn't... You did. I don't typically uh, reach out to three sides of the coin and say, (laughs) hey, I... uh, I took some words you said, rearranged them, and now it says something completely different. But
0: they're salt of the earth, those guys. (laughs) Hell yeah. They're just regular
1: dudes, aren't they? I don't have a friend. You know, I will say this. Uh, Just a real quick thing on them. Uh, Tommy Summers recently shared something on Facebook about an email. Someone someone sent uh, Michael... uh, an email that even I would say crossed the line talked about, um, and, and this is basically it's somebody who's uh, in their group mm-hmm. and they they had to ban him because of the shit he was saying. I don't know what it was. He didn't get into it specifically, but okay. the guy said something like, you know, this is when the uh, the fires were going through, and, he, and the guy mm. said, yeah, I hope your your house burns down with your wife and kid in it and stuff like oh, that. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, and uh, not to, to 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 defer how wrong that is. Obviously right. that, that's that's fucked up, but. The fact of the matter is I couldn't imagine a single person we've never had to ban anybody in our Cobras and Fire Group. I don't know yeah. about pods and sods. It just seems like I feel good that, that we seem to uh the people that that are drawn to the to our program at least seem to be people that like aren't gonna wish death upon your child. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean they're they're on the same level of asshole as you guys, yeah. Probably. Yeah. But they don't go far into that other side of meanness.
1: Yeah. Well I think uh Again, there's no defense for the comment, but, but the point that I was trying to get that I don't think I made was that they tend to foster this environment of yeah. drama and negativity in their own group, in their yeah. own world. And sadly, you end up getting this kind of nonsense with the Internet. You know, people, they know they don't have to ever see you. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, Michael got into it with me once. Really? Uh, I I think I've probably told the story. I don't know that I've really named that it was him, but I, I don't really care. Um, but it was just over the stupidest thing. He um, of course
1: it, he doesn't do anything important. So. Yeah, it
0: was. Um, so he posted a picture of a show he saw, uh, a kiss show he saw in Alaska, and they used that fucked up Hot in the Shade logo. Um, do you know the one I'm talking I about do. with the I, fucked up K and yeah. the S's that look weird? So I made a comment and I was like, Jesus Christ! Though that logo is maybe one of the worst things Kiss ever did, and he was like. Well, it was a great show. And I was like, it it could have very well been the best show they ever played. And then he proceeded to jump on me about how people (laughs) that can't do are jealous. And I was like, okay, if it was the best show they've ever played, then I'm jealous that I wasn't there. But I wasn't commenting on the show. I was commenting on that piss poor logo that they have above the stage. And then other guys started like chiming in being like, oh, what's so special about a Kiss logo? And I was like, what do Kiss fans do on threads like this? They talk about the costumes. They talk about how many bat wings Gene has on his face in 1976 versus now. Like, what do you talk about with Kiss? How many sites are actually like, you know, I I really think that the way that Ace bends that F sharp to a G in shock me is really top notch. You know, you're talking about costumes and dumb shit because that's what Kiss is, right? So there were people, like, getting on me, and I was like, this is maybe the absolutely most ridiculous conversation I've ever had on Facebook at all. Yeah. And that logo sucks.
1: (laughs) I, I, I know Luce was actually very helpful in me. Getting, uh, my, getting a grip on something that was right in front of my face. and that oh, I,
0: I don't know that I like where this is going.
1: <laughs> I was uh, commenting on uh, my interaction with Brandville. might have been the last one on, on their group. Yeah. Um, it had to do with uh, the Carnival of Souls uh, vinyl. Now the, the the story is that they literally ran down to Tower Records and did a bought a CD, mm-hmm. scanned it, and then that's what we're getting. To the, yeah, to the resolution. And these are this is when they were first being released in 2014, and they're right. selling these things for thirty five dollars.
0: Now, what wasn't the story that they were uh, going to try to scan like an original promo poster to get it at a higher res?
1: You know, I didn't I don't even know if any of it's true.
0: Okay, I remember hearing that at the time and and that maybe they couldn't do that or they couldn't okay. find one? Maybe,
1: yeah. maybe they just couldn't find one. That's possible. But uh it was being ran with at least on this post that that is what was happening. Okay. And I was going under the the and I made it very clear, if this is true, this is bush league. You you are selling this for you know, I mean, this is my business. This is yeah. what I've been in printing for 20 years. I know I know what I'm talking about, despite what Michael Brandwald would, would have have me believe mm-hmm. when he would talk. But uh, yeah, he said something. He basically, I remember he took Ace Freely to task because a date was wrong on a poster in, in Australia <laughs> for an Australian tour. Right. And he's like, I don't care who handles this, but this is on Ace Freely. Right. So he holds Ace Freely personally accountable, but we mm-hmm. refuse to say Gene and Paul had any, like, they're not accountable for this. They're not working in the art department yeah i'm like okay you're such a fucking jackass anyway i went to to to, to bitch to loose about it we we're talking he's like i don't know why you're even in that group and i'm like why am i in that group yeah i left the group and i've it's been one of the best decisions i've ever made in my life yeah getting married and then leaving the three sides of the coin group page okay so all right one and two yeah <laughs>
3: i uh-huh. We're trying to be (laughs) harder. Twice. Never blamed another Lord knows I paid a price Yeah, I was younger then And the day seemed longer If I could do it all again I'd hope i try a bit harder Head of the water But tomorrow
0: By the way, there's a, I have a moratorium about talking about KISS on Pods and Sods. I can talk about them okay, freely good. here. Yeah, I plan on just – I was uh, hoping
1: to blast you on this. Yeah,
0: well, we can get into it. Um, but I really didn't like some of the covers for those. Like, I thought that they looked kind of washed out. I mean, you'd know a little more about printing mm. than – um, but they just did not look like the originals to me.
1: Yeah, the yeah. Alive one definitely does not look as, as clear and yeah. sharp.
0: Yeah, and I'm not even talking about the Carnival of Souls or like the things right. that were never on vinyl, but some of them just look like bad scans, you know?
1: Yeah, they really do. Um, yeah. Some of them look really good, though. Uh, I think the Hotter Than Hell was really redone nice. Okay. The Silver Pop's good. Okay. Um, you, the, you can kind of redo that with like solid yeah, you a color, right? Yeah, because it's, it's just one little spot there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose. Uh but a lot of those too. I know that 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 when I was bitching in the car about that uh white vinyl or the the, the smoke vinyl that came like with a black sperm blob on white yeah. <laughs> um of the the First Kiss album, that looked like it was printed digitally. Really? Um, so, I mean, that would have been a much more cheaper, more cost effective, low low waste, and digital printing has come a long ways. But I was yeah. like, because the, the the damage to mine showed some scuffing that is very indicative of that, and I'm like, okay, if they're, you know, I'm getting a little too technical. Nobody gives a fuck about that shit. But anyway, it still looks pretty good, but it doesn't. Uh, it, it just it has a little flatter than uh, like even my original like, right. without kissing time prints. So. Right.
0: Yeah, I think that. Um uh, look. Aside from the cover scans, like I think it's a project that they probably didn't cut many corners on in terms of like quality of vinyl or quality of yeah. remastering. I've been impressed with it. Yeah, the sound. because KISS half-asses some things. You might, you might not know this. <laughs> uh, but that was one where I feel like they got it right. I also like that Casablanca singles box.
1: Yeah, I wish I would have... I don't know. I found one cheap. Oh, did I found you found one for like hundred bucks or something? You you stopped talking about Kiss. You, yes. You're not doing the Kissmas and in, in, or the Twelve Days of Kissmas anymore with pods and sods. Yeah, this
0: is. I think this is the first year we're not doing it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, which usually is, yeah. I would be
0: promoting it this time with a Matt Porter.
1: Yeah. (laughs) On the KISS room. Well, it was always the one uh, time of year that he looked forward to Pods and Sides. (laughs) That's right. uh, With the exception of last year, of course. Yes. (laughs) He was not happy with me last Uh, year. Somewhat serious question, uh, only because we're talking about KISS, so how serious can it be? Okay. But you have, as a fan, invested so much um, of your personal life into KISS, and Mm -hmm. you've definitely been someone who's been identified as a KISS fan most of your life, I would assume. Yeah. Okay. um, There... I get the all I really don't have a disagreement with any of the things you've brought up as your reasons why kind of just stepping aside mm-hmm. getting rid of your entire collection all that stuff. Right. But in that brain of yours is <laughs> our experiences and, yes. and and knowledge that only you can offer. Right. And and to deny that to the rest of the world seems a little uh self Are you trying to guilt me into
0: to kiss <laughs> my <Mr>. six? <laughs> You know, it's uh, in terms of Kissmas, like, I'm sure Eric would tell you the same thing. He gave up on Kiss way before I did. Like, he he would check out whatever happened. Like, I think he went to see Live in Las Vegas at the theater, okay. but I don't think he would ever see Kiss again. And it was really an excuse for us to goof on Kiss. I mean, like, I did the, the cruise in 17.
4: 2017.
0: So... And that was kind of where it was starting to, like, all wind down for me. But, uh, yeah, Eric was out of it way earlier than I was. But, I mean, you know, we were just goofing on shit that we had years of poking fun at, really, you know. Sure. But now it's kind of like I I don't even know that it's necessarily fun to do that.
1: Sure. Well, you know, know, I'm mainly just kind of talking some shit myself. But uh, I I don't know. I'm curious if that will ever happen because I'm very... If that will ever happen. Well, I'll burn out on... like yeah. I Literally, I'm done. Yeah. I, I'm close to getting rid of the collection, but not for any reason other than like, do I really want this shit in my house anymore? It's yeah. really more where I'm getting there. Um, that Every year, that pinball comes closer and closer to leaving. <laughs> and that's the one thing I could actually turn a pretty good profit on. But yeah. uh, uh, it's just but still it's always been them about the music with me that's one thing I do like about right. uh, my relationship no, with I them, understand that is that like even at seven years old I, I you know I often you know I, I've talked recently quite a bit on the show for some reason about how poor my family was mm-hmm. um you know, so poor that we had to make tough decisions like this. Do you want a kiss album or a kiss lunchbox? Right. I couldn't get both. Right. Uh So yeah, that's how rough it was. I remember for those me. days. Yeah. <laughs> but the point being is that, like, I would I would almost always lean towards the record that I didn't mm-hmm. have. Um, and uh that's definitely where where my journey of like, because even as I got into other bands as I matured and grew older, yeah. I always loved it when they had a big back catalog, and Kiss was like that. They had... Uh, Live 2 was the first record I heard, so yeah. they had all those other albums. Double Platinum for me. Yeah. Um, Fifth let's birthday. See. Yeah, yep. right on. Um, and... So uh, when I listen to Kiss, I usually listen to a lot of Kiss over a, a, a spurt of time, mm-hmm. and I'm with, that way with almost any band. Right, and a lot of different things can can get me going down that road. It could be a concert I just saw, mm-hmm. uh, someone I just talked to is for for the show. Uh, it could be a show I listen to. You know, uh, like you, like if I listen to Twelve Days of Kiss, suddenly I'm I'm going through my Kiss albums again. You know, you're
0: watching the Gene Simmons
1: sex tape. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I watch that pretty much daily. Okay. just you know, just for joy yeah right. wow <laughs> uh but that has nothing to do with kiss
0: you know? yeah that's so true that's, uh, that's true but uh it has more to do with foreigner from what i'm told
1: so i wonder if that'll ever get to the point because uh I, like i said i don't disagree with any of the points you made gene simmons is a loud jackass yeah I, I mean for
0: me it was it was a number of things like i i hadn't often listened to kiss for uh for joy for a while right the kiss cruise was great you know I couldn't have asked for a better last kiss perform. Well, I could have, a, a, a nice 1977 show. <laughs> Unfortunately, that wasn't coming. To so for me, for the last kiss performance I, I might ever see to be I, all I need. Okay. Right. Um, but then, and then after that, things just kind of started to go to shit. But I, I, I haven't had the urge to listen to Kiss. I, I never had any sort of um, – I had a friend that was getting into vinyl, and that's what gave me the idea to just, like, sell my collection. And he got it dirt cheap. <laughs> um, With all the inserts? All the inserts. <sighs> all the inserts. And got a, a, I was made for Loving You 12-inch. Uh, I, I didn't have a lot of rarities, but there were, some, there were some Japanese albums in there. Just, you know, I think it came out to, like, five bucks an album when it came down okay. to it. But I was like – I'll give this to you for a couple hundred dollars. Tell me what you want to do, right? Um and I figure if I ever want to listen to Kiss again, I can dial something up on YouTube. I haven't had the 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 desire to do that. And I don't and it's 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 a weird thing like I feel like you know, I feel like I'm a dude then making a statement which really isn't what I want to do yeah. about that. I mean, aside from my own podcast, which is more for amusement, you know, if I'm telling you the reasons why I think kiss...
1: well, that's the whole point we're having you right. on right now. But... Yeah,
0: and I feel like we're getting serious, but like uh, when I'm going for uh, amusement for the whole reason why I think Kiss is shit, which I kind of do. <laughs> um, you know, I've just been disappointed by Kiss too many times, and it's at a point it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to reward them for like bad behavior anymore. Right. I'm not going to reward Gene for being an asshole on Twitter. I'm not going to reward Paul for going up there and lip syncing. I don't care who his friend of mine went. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came back and he's like, dude, Paul was not lip syncing. And if anybody would know, I would. And I was like, okay, I'm not sure from your seat high up from where you were that you'd be able to tell that. Yeah. And then a couple days later, the video came out, syncing it with another night, and it was the absolute same vocal track. There's been track. a ton of that, a ton of it. Yeah. You can't deny it. Like I've I've seen all sorts of, you know, the, the haters. No, it has been proven night after night. Paul Stanley, aside with maybe what, the first line of Detroit Rock City, is singing a pre singing to a pre recorded vocal track that is identical, and that it, it and it's twofold, right? So I'm pissed at Paul for doing that because. There has to be – and again, this is another slippery slope. Like (laughs) it it, it becomes – well, you know, as a fan, it's not your thing to tell uh, an artist when they should stop making money. And I understand that because there are still people that are going to pay for it, right? But the thing to do with integrity – would be to say, okay, we are a shell of what we once were. We are not going out on top. No matter what kind of bullshit Gene spews about, we're still going out there and showing you how the big boys do it. No, you're not. You haven't changed a fucking gimmick in 20 years. You're still flying to the top doing blood. Paul's still flying. Have they introduced anything new? Little pods. that Yeah, the pods, these little video pods. The show is. They, uh, they have Eric int-
1: Singer uh, pretends to play piano for Beth.
0: That's true. Okay, uh, so there's more miming on stage going yeah. on. Um, is he a better mimer than Peter was on the Paul Lynn show? or
1: <laughs> man! You know what? I just recently saw that's on Amazon now.
0: The whole show, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I just, but I, the only version I've ever saw of that is like a really shitty bootleg VHS I had. Yeah. Uh, so I watched it for the first time recently. So i I think I'm an expert on that. No, he's, uh, <laughs> he's as good as Peter.
0: Okay. So yeah and it was just it was shit like that you know and it was like uh, listening to kiss does not bring me joy okay. Wait.
1: What's happened since then has made you go, man. I dipped out at the wrong, wrong time. Well, okay. First of all, Baco, tell me
0: what has happened in the Kiss world that that is something that would have pulled me back in. <laughs>
1: well, you remember
0: I-, I went out on them singing I.
1: Okay. Well, but on a at boat that time, with twenty
0: five hundred other th- Kiss fans and a had- girlfriend that was so so uh, absolutely wonderful through having to sit through all of that
1: for five days. They they played for sharks. They put on a concert for Sharks, but it turns out... Did sharks, they do Shark Me? <laughs> Ooh, there, I knew there was one that was going to be missed. Right? Yeah. Well, you did should... you
0: do, like, the Shark and Roll all night? Or no, you... I can't remember
1: what we do. I just did, like, a Paul Stanley Cold rap. Cold like, uh, I heard some of you hammerheads, like... Uh... <laughs> Uh, that baby shark had the longest fucking talking about life, Um That's where we went, but uh, shark me is good. Uh, uh, thank you. But it turns out sharks are more a discerning audience than Kiss fans because none of them came. <laughs> uh, but they had eight. I don't. Somehow this has to do with like uh, um, Airbnb. It was an Airbnb promotion. Paul didn't go because he had you know he got uh, sick on the cruise. Uh, oh, I heard
0: that Paul was sick. That's yeah. that's.
1: So uh, they went. One of the things I've heard recently. They canceled the Australian tour because of that, right. but this was all part of that. So there must have just been a giant payday that they couldn't get out of. Uh, so the the three of them flew down there. And it, so did you even see this thing? No. Oh, this will blow your Do mind. Do you know what they played? Yeah, shit. Uh, I, know I mean,
0: sorry, calling from-
1: Doctor Love, I know, was one of the songs. Oh, Okay. Um, they might have played Shock Me actually. I think. Uh, um, we can pull it up, but. Uh, uh they, you saw you've seen jaws, right? Yes, the boat they're playing on looks like the boat they went out to kill jaws with.
0: The fuck is happening in and they're Kiss just World? sitting
1: like they're just jammed in the back uh, yeah. <laughs> And I made the joke. I was rooting for Shark Jaws to come out and start jumping on it. Wow! You know, the way you, when I heard it, I thought it'd be like some special, like floating stage that they made. Yeah. And like uh, the people that were going to be coming, the, the eight people that got to be part of it, they were going to be like underwater watching the sharks and hear, listening to the concert on special underwater headphones. Okay. And what I saw was like uh, the Kiss boat was roped to a boat with a camera crew on it, and the boat with the eight fans on it was roped to the Kiss boat too. Or something.
0: So what you're saying is this is nowhere as cool as the Warrant Sometimes She Cries video where they're playing to the people in the pool.
1: (laughs) Definitely not as cool. This was uh, equally as cool as when they played the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, Christ.
0: Was that the train wreck that they played to the edit that they didn't realize where the edit was that they were lip syncing yeah, to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <they, laughs> it's,
1: it's like clearly a studio audio, which to be fair, all that stuff is. But to me, that's why yeah, you, right. you don't do it, right? You know, um, you know, cause yeah, yeah. They could have said no to the Macy's Day Parade. They sure could, But I remember Paul Stanley at the time. Uh, just on that, real quick. I remember I, I got a kick because he's like, we were supposed to be on the. Oh no, no, no! I we, we just came out on the Kiss Cruise. Doc McGee was asked about that. I was like, well, they were supposed to be on the Gibson float, but Gibson wanted Gibson was, guitar. Yeah, float? yeah. So they must have their own uh, float going. And it was a bigger, cooler float. Okay, and it had a Gibson logo on it. But Paul wanted to; uh, they wanted Paul to play a Gibson guitar, and he was like at the time endorsed by Washburn. Okay, um, so he he couldn't. So you can't be on the Gibson float. Exactly. Um, so understand? that's what happened, really. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the idea that, like, oh that shit show would have been fucking way better if they were on a if cooler they were on the float. Gibson, yeah. uh, like, no, the, the, the size of the float wasn't the fucking issue. Yeah, you know, that's it, true.
0: That's yeah. true. It was that you were lip syncing to a shitty yeah. a rocker all night. <laughs>
1: fucking a. Oh, man. But uh, you know, and, uh, Paul's voice just gets better and better. Um, yeah. His stage rap's even hurt now.
2: After all these years to come and see all you beautiful people here, we say... From the bottom of our hearts, don't Really, thank you so much. Here's a chance for everybody to get
0: crazy. Well, they they were hurting for the last yeah. ten, fifteen years. I mean, and that's the other. That's the other. Doesn't
1: it seem a little arrogant of him?
0: Yes. the, the other part that I have. I mean, again. Uh, you know they can take money for whatever they want as as long as yeah. people are paying for it. I don't have to like it. It's I only not, buy bootleg shirts. It's not now. my job. Well, there you go. Yeah. But there aren't, do they not make it cut off the bootleg market anymore? Like they were uh, during oh. the '80s and the Kiss and Sell book. Uh, Chris Lent talking about that story about how they met well, with I, all the bootleggers. To
1: I read that book. I don't remember
0: that part. Oh, I I totally remember that part. I always try to get Eric to read that book because I was like we'll have so much more to mock Kiss about. And he's like, yeah, I'm just not into reading. I was like, but this is a book that pretty much That's just...
1: That's a fascinating book. Oh,
0: that book was really like the first eye-opening Kiss book I ever read. Amazing.
1: Yeah. got God, maybe I should read it again. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I sold mine.
0: So, uh, <laughs> uh, But the, the other thing is like the fans that wouldn't have taken this shit from anybody else. And now since it's Paul Stanley lip syncing, it's like, you know, he's earned this. You yeah. know, just let him have this. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. You can't say that this guy can do it and this true guy can't.
1: Craig, you're not yeah, a true fan. I'm not. Uh, I
0: mean, if he was going out
1: there... If you were a true fan, you'd accept <laughs> anything.
0: If he was going out there and lip-syncing to the original 1977 recording, that I'll pay for.
1: All mm, right on. I yeah. won't. But even what about so, a hologram? That's uh, Luce loves the holograms. You know what? Uh, I... I
0: I do think that's interesting, and I've often wondered if that's the direction that they'll go in. But since Kiss fucks everything up, I can't see that anything cool will happen. Yeah. This, this will all end badly.
1: They, when was the last time they did something that was cool just because it was cool? I can't think of one. Just because it was cool. You know what I mean? Like, um...
0: I think that the, the 95 convention was a highlight, and it was the kind of thing that I don't think bands were really doing. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Or, or or taking on themselves i mean obviously there'd been a bunch of kiss conventions not affiliated with the band I, I, the kiss convention and and the beginning of putting the, unplugged for eric and would probably agree on this unplugged kiss convention very beginning of the reunion tour, yeah. the best three things being a Kiss fan, okay. and for me, I'd add the cruises
1: onto that. Because as far as live experiences, those would all be highlights. for Oh me. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, well, it, 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 a non-live experience,
1: Christ. I mean they've they've under they've overpromised on so much stuff. I remember yes. the the whole. The I'm pack- s-
0: I'm still waiting to find that alive three with the little miniature just, drumsticks. Just in going
1: it. there with that, yeah. That was like one of the first yeah. things, but. I mean, there's, even like uh, "Kiss My Ass" ended up being kind of a, a, a shitty version of what they were promoting. Yeah, and
0: I, I that was a whole, and it's so weird because that kind of folds into the convention stuff. But like "Kiss My Ass" was just such a weird era. Like it, yeah. it, it was just so strange coming off Revenge, and it was like, is this new album gonna happen? Like what the what the what's happening here? Like it was just that was one of the years I thought was really weird to be a Kiss fan, like '95 until. The convention and unplugged and all that stuff
1: well there's uh did you see that vinnie supposedly has an invite to join kiss the last show uh this Wait, is great. Well, doc sorry McGee. what vinnie <laughs> no. vincent yeah uh like doc mcgee said on the kiss cruise that all the members even vinnie vincent uh, have been contacted about possibly playing on the very last show in New York City.
0: Uh, have they announced a date for that? Or
1: yeah, they did. I don't remember what it is. It's uh, it's in 2021, June or July, something Jesus like that. Fucking Christ! Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, they, you they think the they, set list will change by then. Not. At do you all. think if Vinny has to come up, he has to like, uh, if he is going to play, play to one of those songs that Paul's miming to? Well, like, what if, what if Vinny's like, you know, I guys, I'd really love to do a million to one. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man! You know, uh,
0: wait. I do have to ask you this because since I kind of sworn off Kiss, I haven't really been following anything. Has the end of the road set list changed at all?
1: I think there was um, now on the on, on the Kiss cruise right before the, the tour took off. I remember that there was there was t- they did the two nights yes. and there was two flop out songs, and that the tour has gone exactly like that. Was uh, it the same two flop I tapes? believe the same two flop out songs ended up being the two new ones. So
0: they're using the same tapes that they used on Kiss Cruise yeah. eight.
1: Um, yeah. I, I I'm not an expert on stuff like that. I I, I typically I either like a show or I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, with the now if i if I went on a Kiss Cruise, I would be very tuned into what songs they played and be walk yeah. away be disappointed because I, I, I my I honestly I think I actually wrote an article for Decibel Geek where I gave KISS a list of songs that they were permitted to play on the KISS cruise. Right. I think it was in 2014 or 2015. Mm-hmm. And a couple years later, they did a much better uh, mix-up of, of their songs. Uh, I think it was the one that, that you last went to. but
0: yeah, The, the one I last went to, we got um, Is That You, yeah, nice. I, um, Anything For My Baby, or, or no, Sweet Pain. So, oh, Tomorrow and Tonight in Sweet Pain.
1: Sweet Pain.
2: Uh,
0: anything for my baby was Kiss Cruise 3, along with the Oath and Mainline, Almost Human. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, these guys Babies are lazy. Was in one of them? They're, they're, they're fucking lazy. Uh, they're, they're, yeah. they're just, you're, you're professional musicians. This is your only job. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I, I, I've learned your music. It's not that hard. Yeah. So spend a couple... Take two weeks before the cruise and say these are the 40 songs that we've never played live before. Mm-hmm. These are the ones we're going to learn and these are what we're going to play. Yeah. I mean, they actually like some of this stuff kind of comes off like the shit they were just pulling out of their ass on the convention tour. Right, right. And in that setting, it was a little more acceptable because they did have a bunch of deep stuff prepared. Sure. Um, and they also, uh, probably because Bruce Kulik was in the band and he could do all the heavy work and right. was more than capable of doing it. Um, but uh, they also would like just take requests from the crowd and kind of yep. randomly rip shit off and they'd maybe do 40 seconds or something. Yeah, and
0: you'd know if they knew it or-
1: not. Yeah, and,
0: and and you would still appreciate that they tried it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, oh, fuck it, we'll throw that out there. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. laid back. This is not that. Mm-hmm. To me, this is you're putting on a show. You're putting the makeup on. You're you're doing all this stuff. Learn the damn stuff and don't fucking give me love gun in Detroit Rock City right. and Rock and Roll Night. Uh, and 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 but I of course am wrong because I've never actually gone on the cruise. Yeah, and the people continue it continues to sell it out every year and sure. they they continue to, to to do the same stuff. Yeah,
0: I mean I I I probably. I mean, the cruise is an experience uh, that I did enjoy both times I went. Okay. The Kulik brothers blew Kiss off the boat uh, (laughs) on the last one, and um, and I still would have had a good. You know what? I don't. I still would have had a good time. But if Kiss would have played the end of the road set, I would not have been happy. Yeah. You know, because part of that. I mean, part of the appeal for you know, and Kiss would be foolish to think that you know you're buying a ticket so you can see us perform in an intimate setting no fans know what you've delivered in the past on yeah. the boat and i'm going there because you did those three years ago and i want to see what you're going to pull out this year
1: i'm going because i want to make pizza with paul stanley
0: it was caesar salad when i oh went. okay yes and i had some it was quite good I always thought kiss should have done was open with rock and roll All night i always thought that f- that would have been Ooh, nice a great
1: i a, like that idea
0: yeah i mean it's mix uh, it up if anything yeah and i mean it's a great it's a great intro the drum right and to just crash in with those opening chords i always thought that would be fucking great black diamond can still be your closer like if you need that to be if you don't want to put something new in that slot but like Rock and Roll Night is the closer. I mean, I thought it was great on Revenge when they threw it in the middle of the set. You know, oh, I forgot for, about that. What they end up closing finally, with on
1: that? Uh, was it the Star Spangled Banner? Was that the actual? Star
0: Spangled Banner and God Gave Rock and Roll. Okay. To you. Yeah.
1: yeah, Guy Gave Rock and Roll to you is a good closer, too. Yeah, I
0: think that's a good closer.
1: Um, one of the weird uh, tunes they did that I, I still dig that one a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I've always enjoyed that song.
1: With uh, your beef between you and Luce, I've joked with Eric Miller that him and I are going to have to start something now. Um, <laughs> do you think it'll be that I got you to talk about Kiss in December?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once this goes live, Eric's going to be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. You motherfucker. To put together 12 Christmas episodes and we could have done Kissmas? Oh, man. I also think that, I, I mean, I, I'm not really one to toot uh, our own horn on episodes we've done, but I think that... Between the Kissmas episodes we did, I think that our last one was probably the one to go out on. Oh, really? We, we brought the, the best and the worst of Kiss in that every episode. That was a episode. fun one. And I think that... I don't even know that we knew it would be the last one at the time. I mean... It it wasn't a gag. Every year when I was like, this is the last time, I meant it every time. And then at at November, Eric would be like, why don't we do video commentaries? I'm like, okay, fucking, are you free Saturday? Let's knock these out. But then, like, once I I think once we did this one, it was like, okay, that's kind of, I think we've kind of said it all. I mean, there's only so far you can go without it becoming, you know. Unlike Kiss, we knew kind of when to, to hang it up
1: uh well because you're not a true fan of yourself either so never said i was <laughs> i'm more of a i'm more of a cobras and fire
0: guy you might not know this
1: <laughs> oh, That's good. More we, my need, speed. we need more we need more listeners
0: <laughs> uh um that is it d- true that my instagram posts that you mocked had more likes than your podcast has listeners no, let's
1: go check it out <laughs> you can find that out pretty quick here
0: also i want you to count how many of those likes are from females
1: <laughs> of yours or ours uh, of
0: of mine
1: yeah okay well there's definitely you if you have one uh you've, you've passed us so um i think we got we have a couple women that listen somewhat regularly okay. uh but yeah it's definitely a sausage fest <laughs> uh oh you know what you can't see likes on instagram anymore
0: what do you mean you on other people's
1: You're right really Yeah, they, they did that to help uh with social media anxiety they just have fairly recently. When did this? Oh, wow. You know, like the last couple of weeks. Maybe. I'm
0: looking at it now. It says I have 742 likes oh, on cool. the-
1: Well, uh, that's probably how many of you downloaded that episode got, but probably just because of the picture.
0: <laughs> it was a good selling point.
1: Uh, yeah. It was, uh, you know, anytime you can kind of like, you know, bring in somebody from Pods and Sods to help kind of like, you know, add some credibility to your own product is, is what we we're going for there.
0: And you know what? Um, I should say that Baco was kind enough to to drive me around to record stores today. Can you imagine the picture I'm going to take when I get home?
1: Oh boy, God! Uh,
0: we've we've upped the uh, vinyl count considerably.
1: Yeah, tell me about this discogs thing. You actually going in like? Do you have like? I, I've looked at discogs to get information about records and maybe yeah. see where you can buy. Are, are
0: we going into the? Are we out of kiss and into the record? Oh, do you have more on kiss? No, unless you had anything specific.
1: Uh no, nothing. I think you covered mainly the the main stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, I I do hope that you, you don't go away from uh, offering your insights on KISS Yeah, I mean, 100% yeah. just because I, I enjoy it so much. Yeah, um,
0: I, I don't know that Eric and I could ever have a conversation about KISS because we're so disgusted about KISS yeah. like, together. I think um, uh, if somebody was to ask and have a slant like you uh, had ideas that you wanted to talk about it, then yeah, it kind of have fun with it. I'm not sure that Eric and I can have fun with it anymore.
1: Um, so there's not even a shred of anything KISS-related in your home or, or personal life.
0: I do have a um, one of the guitars Paul Stanley put out um, in, like, Walmarts that he signed. Okay. Um, Acoustic it was or the electric? The electric. The, okay. I guess it was Washburn. Yep. Um, a friend of Eric's and I that passed away, um, I ended up with his KISS stuff. We gave away his signed alive for I think the first Kissmas, and I have some autographs that are autographed to him um, that I still have. Okay, um, some
1: more of a but they're, that's, they're, they're, they're very are, personal. they things. To those. The,
0: the only things I still own that I have not gotten rid of are those Kiss teddy bears they put out in 96, 97. Oh, okay. the Love Gun and the Dynasty costumes, um, just because they're in the basement of my old house and. Um, I never move them out, so they're <laughs> someday they'll get sold or given away or or something like that. But I mean, I, and I'm not trying to speak for Eric. I just know that he kind of doesn't care. He's yeah. he's probably as disgusted with Kiss as I am, uh, just because we, you know, we've kind of always been on the same page about Kiss was equally cool and shitty, and the cool has just become less and less as time went on.
1: Kind of like Kid Rock. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> we just our next episode we got a whole Kid Rock
0: rant. I want to hear you guys uh, uh, do like a live broadcast from the Kid Rock cruise.
1: Oh yeah, That's that, that nice would one, be a fun they? time. Yeah. yeah. What about if we just uh, we we did something a little cheaper? We do it live from the Kid Rock big ass honky tonk in Nashville. Wow. So we're gonna uh, be hopefully yeah. probably back there for rock and pot. Now I understand you're gonna be. Did I see an exchange between you and Eric that you have something going on that weekend? Yeah. Uh,
0: the day before Chris announced Rockin' Pod, I made plans to go to uh, Orlando okay. that same weekend. Kiss for s- Something that's going on there. <laughs> no, it's it's something uh, completely related to another band. Um, but yeah, it's a shame. By the way, last time I saw Chris, uh, I went to Nashville in April. Okay. And... um I went out to eat with Chris, and we were talking kiss, and he's like, you'll be back. And I was like, I am I really don't think now, I will
1: be. Now, in fairness, you had signed off a kiss prior to that and came back, right? No. Oh, well, that's no, the way uh, Eric no, this tells was the, the story.
0: Oh, really? Like, signed off a kiss when?
1: Well, it might have been something I picked up on the last Kissmas, uh, 12 Days of Kissmas.
0: Mm, I, I can't think of anything specific. He might have been referring to something I just don't remember. But, like, I'd, I don't know that there was a never – that there was a I fully gave up on Kiss. Okay. Like, after the last Kissmas and Paul's lip-syncing fiasco, <laughs> that's when I decided I was done, and that was it.
1: No, I know you did an episode. You were close to buying the vault. I, I understand oh, yeah. after our talk today that you did not. I did, did not. You, did you ever get a chance to hear it? I did.
0: Uh, yeah, a friend of mine had it, and I heard uh, some of the tracks that I was interested in hearing, which would have been, like, the Charisma demo. Mm. Um Shit! What else was there? I I didn't even listen to any of the s- unreleased songs. I just listened to the, like the
1: demos of Kiss. You didn't to my uncle is a raft.
0: Well, he played that at the cruise, oh, so I heard it. Okay. I, he not only played it from the CD, but he played it acoustic at the end of the show. Well, <laughs> I got yeah. to I got to be in in a room with Gene Simmons as he played "My Uncle as a Raft."
1: Uh, you, you talked about Sonny Pooney not me, getting turned into uh, enough. Um, now, I told him I wanted him on the show to talk about this, and I gave him a heads up as to where I was going to go with it, so maybe that's why he kind of uh, <laughs> dodged me in uh, Rockin' Pod last year. But basically, he did um, – it, it's actually a pretty good – if you want like just a quick – one paragraph of every song on on the on the vault. Yeah, uh, he kind of did that and did it in uh, ten or eleven parts, however many discs. I'm sorry, there are. he listened
0: to that entire thing.
1: He did. Um, oh, Christ, the lowest with an with a, a rating scale of A to F. You know what I mean? Okay. With, with grades. The lowest I believe was a C minus. No, me, and I'm me, like, me, me. <laughs> I heard it because I I actually uh, stole a copy of it from the Kiss mini golf, ran back to my hotel room, ripped them all, returned it. And then I, I immediately <laughs> uploaded them all onto YouTube, and uh, <laughs> uh, the, but that's no, a great story. Yeah, <laughs> that's not true. But uh, I did have a, I didn't buy it, but I did get a chance to hear everything on there. Um, and but I didn't actually sit through it all, though. It yes. just at a certain point, a couple things became obvious. It's, it's like sixty to seventy percent of stuff that is out there. Yeah, these are not new songs. Like right. either a uh, different artist recorded it, mm-hmm. or. Like this is the, the this song is like the bridge of another key yep. song or whatever, um, and then there's so many of these things that are just demos and there's like seven versions of it. I'm like, this is not at all <laughs> what hey. what it's being pitched as. Like 150 unreleased tracks. No, yep. it's like 30 yeah never before heard you know type songs. Um, and I'm convinced these are not from his personal convention or uh, collection at all. Really, some of these things sounded so bad. There was no effort to clean them up.
0: Oh well, yeah. The one thing that I did notice because <clears throat> it was the kind of thing where he was like playing the first couple seconds of each thing yeah and i was like what they did not attempt to master no any of these like whatever the source and volume was that's what you got
1: yeah it's or if uh, they did attempt that they didn't do a great job no they need to find somebody else to to get into it yeah this thing um i just felt rushed and i'm pretty sure like he had to send somebody out to a kiss convention somewhere to buy up some of these, <laughs> Right. you know. I mean, because like even like some of the uh, the modern era demos sound really fourth, fifth cassette really? generation, you know. Wow. And so as a musical product, it is a very disappointing uh, offering. And yeah. yeah, and I wanted to take Sonny to task for that because I mean, give me a break. I mean, look, <laughs> did, it, did he
0: buy it? He did. Yeah. yeah, he actually went to one of the experiences and okay. got the.
1: You know, I I saw I, I lived vicariously through a couple of different people yeah. doing it, and he yeah, was me one too. of them. Um, uh, Julian Gill had a uh, a really cool exchange of like it, Paul and Gene ripping on each other that actually seemed gen- like uh, organic, really. Like, uh, and it seemed it seemed like two old friends, yeah, uh, that actually like you know playfully you know like like looking at a picture on Instagram and then making it a whole intro to their show kind of thing.
2: Right, right. Don't forget, I wrote God of Thunder. <laughs> you know he's right. Aren't you going to do that thing?
1: But it 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 uh, it, it was it it was great, and Julian shared that on YouTube, and that was one of the probably the the last fun moment for me watching anything Kiss related. So,
0: so that was a vault thing that Paul was at. I think it was.
1: Oh wow, the vault in Vegas. Paul went. to. Paul came to. Wow. So I didn't think
0: Paul was going to do one of
1: those. I didn't either. I thought. I really uh, thought
0: Paul was going to be like a yeah. You you do. And I think he did
1: it because uh, of Eddie to piss off Eddie Trunk. Really? Yeah, because Eddie Trunk called him out for not doing one, what? and like a, a week later, Paul's doing one. Is
0: Paul still like pissy with Eddie Trunk? Oh yeah, yeah. that's another whole weird
1: thing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I was fortunate to talk to Eddie about it, and uh, I had a I had heard a rumor years ago that it was related to the uh, the VH1 Rock Honors. Um, okay. Uh, and the rumor I heard was basically Eddie was very forceful about getting Ace on stage with uh, with them, uh, with in, in Ace really make up, and, and Ace
0: didn't play that, right?
1: No, he ended up playing with uh, Rob Zombie. No, that, that's the, right. Yeah. They were the
0: same thing. That's right. That's right. That's right.
1: And um, Eddie goes into more detail, and uh, it sounds like Eddie believes that was definitely part of it. Um, Interesting, like uh, the falling out with Paul, but yeah. uh, Paul is <laughs> whatever. Um,
0: Oh, we went right back in the kiss. We, we did, yeah.
1: You know, I would think that, uh, I had a joke about Vinny. It'd be funny if yeah. they had Vinny on, but during the Vinny song, Vinny has to play just in street clothes while Tommy Thayer dresses as Vinny. <laughs> 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 that might be something I'd go see. Yeah, that'd be worth it, I guess. Yeah. But Oh, man. Kiss. They're not, Ace and Peter aren't going to join them for a song. Yeah, I mean, I do Maybe wonder. Peter, he just doesn't <sighs> seem to be as affected by this. I mean, I kind of,
0: you know, Ace was posturing hard the last I was paying attention, you know, like every interview kind of talking about it. And I was just like, dude, just shut your mouth and like it might happen. I think he was, I think it was more him trying to get on the tour.
1: Yeah, you know, no, it definitely than, was
0: than than a last show.
1: I think that's why he did those vault uh, appearances. He did to a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you happen to see the footage of the guy who bought like the fifty thousand dollar vault experience? The one with Gene and Ace playing acoustic? No, well, they're playing well, they're acoustic or electric. Oh, uh, it might be been electric. But it was just the weirdest thing. It's like this Miami uh, home of like Marvel, Is it the one Vanilla everywhere? Ice was at. Oh, I don't know. I don't, there was one where Vanilla Ice was there. I didn't see him at this one, but yeah, it was it was weird as shit. And I'm like, yeah, this is not a selling point. These it sounds like crap, and you know. It-
0: and that was the other thing. Like all of the vault performances that that Ace was on, uh, yeah, they were not good. Like, and I, I, again, you're in a dangerous spot because you're not the one paying the money. Yeah. So uh, nobody quite takes you seriously when you're like this really is like like I've been in a band this is not even yeah. that level like this is a guy who sounds like he's been raising a family for 30 years and hasn't picked up his guitar from inside the closet
1: that's a great example yeah like
0: it it it, it really with both of them gene and him gene a little better but like ace was like looking at a guitar like he wasn't entirely sure what to do with it
1: yeah, you know, it was actually so a picture weird. where he's holding it and it doesn't have a strap. But I think he was holding the guy's own personal Ace Freely models, right? Um, so that's probably why there wasn't a strap. But if I'm Ace Freely, just for that photo, I'm like, give me a fucking strap. You paid yeah. fifty grand for this box set, yeah, right? You think you can throw a strap on so it doesn't look like a like, just <laughs> an object? Uh, yeah, but, exactly. Um but uh i yeah it's it is different when you're there, like I don't yeah. doubt that the experience like uh that people had and they enjoyed the interaction. I don't doubt that it meant a lot to to them and that mm-hmm. it that it was a lot of fun, yeah, um, but
0: yeah, I'm not saying that you know i I wouldn't have wanted to be in the room, yeah, but the performance was Jesus christ awful
1: well ace has been i i've ever since uh anomaly I've seen him uh every time I've seen him yeah. Just bad. I'm, I'm I'm encouraged that he's got the, the band he does now, that they, the rock and yeah. roll residency guys, because yeah. they are solid as fuck. They're really good. And they make it so he doesn't have to do anything but sing. Yeah, And even that he half-asses now. But. Yeah.
0: There's a friend of ours that's a, a podcaster. It's somebody you know, and I don't want to say who it is. I'll tell you again after. But he was like these guys aren't what Ace needs. Like They're too slick. And I was like, no, these guys are exactly yeah. what Ace needs. And I sent him the video of Ace trying to do Save Your Love on the cruise. Yeah. And he's like, that's just Ace, man. And I was like, no, that's just shit. I have shit. a friend like that, too. That me. is fucking shit
1: is what that is. He's like, is. Ace is just sloppy. I like it. No. I, no I'm sorry. That's You're, you're no, confused. What, making...
0: Look. I, Eric and I grew up on sloppy Ace shows yeah. in the mid '90s, right? This is not that. This is yeah, those old uninterested. Love I loved those too. This is old uninterested Ace that has just lost what made him Ace. Yeah, you know, there's nothing there anymore for me.
1: Speaking of mastering, his last two records don't sound like they had any mastering done. Like they're basically like out of the studio recordings. Like really, the, 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 that that's a my ear. You know, yeah. I'm like God. He's just They have that harshness to them yeah. that mastering softens.
0: The, the last time um, I was going to see Ace, I actually paid for the uh, meet-and-greet, and, greet and mm-hmm. it got canceled because he was sick. So I never got my chance to meet Ace.
1: Yep. I met him... I was I was one of the few Rock Soldier members that got their oh, fan wow. club stuff. Yes, um, and I drove to Milwaukee to see him. Wow! Um, and fucking, it was in a basement too. Uh, <laughs> he, he was. It was a great show, but he was all hammered. He mm-hmm. wouldn't get a picture with me because his face was all fucked up. You know, because he he uses that pancake makeup. Bar, yeah, yeah. Um, and it started to sweat off, and he didn't yeah. want any photos. Wow! Uh, but he signed my history book, and uh, That's cool. other than that, he was he was cordial with me and stuff. But yeah.
0: uh, I got Vinny to sign my history book. Oh in my god! Ninety 96- six. He signed over Eric Singer.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think I heard that story because yeah. I was going to ask him if he signed over something, but. Uh, yep. Uh, what a fucking dick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kiss. kiss. Let's uh, switch gears
0: a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you want to talk about
1: records. Yeah. Um, one of your most recent episodes, you kind of get into This deep. is the
0: band-aid about records after mocking my, yeah, yeah. my picture. Well,
1: you should know that I have always had vinyl in my collection. Right. I actually wasn't mocking. I, I was... It was more the recliner. There's an anomaly to the picture that was unintended mm. that I fixated on. Right. And that became <laughs> the, the talking point for everything. And so all the legitimate things that are going on in that photo are just <laughs> ignored. Uh, we're going to... you know, and
0: Yeah, and then I love that my record-cleaning fluid becomes Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that
1: really record-cleaning? That's like
0: yeah, a gallon that, jug? Yeah, oh, no, the gallon jug is worse. The gallon jug is... So you have the record wash, right? Yeah. The gallon jug was this really fucking expensive like quadruple filtered water i bought from like chemworld.com okay that was like this super clean water to rinse with after you do the record wash so that's what that is wow yep
1: so i uh, any tips for anybody listening now i was like yeah you should have mocked this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's not it's not like some kind of like chemical to like uh, uh make some woman pass out and then you <laughs> no, no there was
0: no there's no chloroform in the apartment
1: Oh yeah, that was, that was probably the line I thought we crossed. <laughs> that, that might have been the one. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, oh, but oh yeah,
0: and then and then sexually asphyxiating my exfixiating <laughs> myself with bandanas, listening to Debbie Gibson records.
1: Oh, well, I said it had to be in excess. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Somebody threw in the Debbie Gibson thing yeah. at some point. <laughs> I do like the visual of, like, you know, like the, like 50-year-old. Like, this is down the road. It's, I, it's
0: more the way that Lou said, you know, those bandanas he likes so much. <laughs> you motherfucker. You, you
1: motherfucker. I, I love the idea, though. Like, you, you're you're 50 years old. You're in an, uh, yep. an even smaller apartment. Yes. And you're blasting. Because that's where I'm headed. You're blasting electric youth. Yes. At, like, three in the afternoon. I'm more of an
0: anything is possible guy. But, okay.
1: Uh, but I'll take whatever you but about. And the cops have to show up to right. have you turned down. Debbie Gibson. Yeah, uh, that—that's the visual that that I want to have. It's
0: it's fairly close to how it's probably
1: going to go down. <laughs> but I don't have anywhere near the number of records. I, th- I think yep. I'm roughly in the three to four hundred range. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. About uh, close to a hundred would probably kiss. That's bad. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what? That was the worst thing about selling my collection. My my total number went down by like a hundred or oh whatever yeah? it was. Okay. 50, fifty, seventy five, however many it was.
1: Did you have the Wicked Lester uh, bootleg? No, I, the no, one I, I got, like it, um, it's it recorded at the wrong speed. The but, vinyl, yeah. yeah. And I, I had a, a belt uh, belt drive turntable, and mm. I had a little Garfield cup with a raised bottom, right? That I filled with coins, and I would drop it on there and try to get it to just the right speed. Wow! Because you know? I didn't have a pitch shifter on my little right. fucking turntable, but uh, I've actually thrown it on the one I bought recently, just because, just for that purpose, See, you have he, pitch. Yeah. What it sounded sound like. It still sounded like crap. Yeah. Uh, no, I,
0: I had some Kiss bootlegs early on, but I didn't really... Uh, Kiss vinyl bootlegs kind of were dead for many, many years. I did see, within the last few years, some really nice-looking ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that kind of follow like the alive two look and things like that, but
1: they don't do much for me except for the Wicked Lester one would would be a big one. But I really like it, just a clean version of it. <laughs> yeah, um, I really don't know why they haven't taken care of that. By the way, yeah, uh, agreed. Just overall bootlegs don't do much for me. Live albums, that I really don't care about that much. Really, yeah. There's a couple that I think are great, and but honestly, for the most part, they're just not my my cup of tea. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I don't know, Kiss kiss shows i was always more into shows that i was at
1: so like those were general I listen to. but uh, <clears throat> yeah i do like kiss alive and uh I, i've kind of fell out of favor with kiss alive too and that was the first really? record i got into it just sounds very um kiss unlive as eric would call them <laughs> yeah um the crowd is too too heavy uh, alive too that i i forget
0: what it was was it um Ron Albanese would do these Kiss Thought Vaults on kissasylum.com, <laughs> and they were great because it was like the 1996 version of another dude that got the joke uh, you know, yeah. that Eric and I could appreciate. But he said something like, um, the same audience loop is repeated over and over again. That girl whistling is practically a, like a hidden track or something like practically yeah. a bonus track. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a rough one sound-wise
1: to get through uh it it was it was the my entry point so for the longest time it was my favorite but uh i even have the original vinyl my sister got for christmas really the original um and it's beat to (laughs) beat to shit you can still see where i like traced pictures over there all my
0: kiss records had trace marks on them
1: um and so before it was kind of cool my sister and i this last christmas she lives in seattle we we scheduled a time of day that we were both going to listen to that record Mm -hmm. so it was like we're listening to it together yeah that's cool um and it was during that listen that I, I realized I hadn't listened to it a long time, and I realized why is like you know it's, I just never go back to that record anymore. Yeah. I still love the, the 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 sound of of Kiss Alive, even though it's not that a live record as yeah. you say, um, but it's just a great sounding. It really punches up a lot of the songs, yeah. and you know, I mean everything from the first album sounds better on that record. Yeah,
0: yeah, Kiss Alive too. I've always said was. Uh The sound of a bog-standard 1977 KISS show colliding with a mountain of cocaine. (laughs) It just sounds nothing like what KISS sounded like in 1977. You listen to, like, the, what was it the Houston show. Yeah. Slow, plodding, you know. That's a good point. And and, uh, Alive 2 is just cranked. Everything is fucking cranked. The speed, just like all of it, is just fucking on overdrive. And but but that's what they were going for. I mean, it was exciting for me as a kid.
1: You, you got know, Bob just, Kulik playing on on side 4. Yeah. Yeah. You've that's seen true. all this shit with him going on or?
0: Um, I, I a little bit of it. Uh my my friend uh Corey keeps me in on the loop uh, uh of some things and I'm usually just like, "Oh, well, I, I told you. It's a, this kiss thing is weird. Doesn't seem
1: to be getting less weird every day." Yeah, what's going to happen when they if if they actually do? Let's say the end of the road actually ends. Yeah. For a guy like me, who's always looking for new, just ridiculous, retarded stuff to happen yep. that he can just kind of enjoy and kind of ah bask in, mm-hmm. uh, like a little personal superiority complex or something. Right. What am I going to do if they actually just go away?
2: Yeah, true.
1: I mean, my 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 life's purpose will be right. You know, I'll I'll, I'll will I turn into Matt Porter, uh, <laughs> and I'll just uh, like. I'll, I'll do. I I'll start doing a show that only celebrates everything. Or do you,
0: do you need us to make a meme of you with the "It's still real to me, damn it, uh, <laughs> holding alive too"? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? That would help. Yeah. Uh, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What, what? When do you think would have been the time for Kiss to bow out of this whole? Oh, thing? Oh,
1: at the end of the farewell tour. Farewell was. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I I always thought that Psycho Circus and Farewell were diminishing returns, but. I mean, in terms of a great trajectory, Reunion, is it for me? Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, Farewell Tour should have been Farewell. Yep. I mean, aside from the cruises, I'm not sure that we've gotten anything after that that we really needed from Kiss.
1: Yeah, you know what? If if they would have just done the cruises after that and and done the the Eric and Tommy as, as Ace and Peter... I think my attitude would be vastly different, yeah, because that's a different kind of event. They're just saying, like, look, look, we're just not going to reunite with these guys, but yeah. we'll, we'll bring these guys on. They're a little sharper, and and you know, I, uh, you know, the, I saw the Paul Stanley on the uh, Live to Win tour, yeah, and my immediate thought after that was one of the
0: last great kiss moments. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eric and I both agreed on that too. I mean, a, a we little too together. heavy
1: on the hits, but but you know what plenty heavy on the deep stuff. I was going to so. say,
0: I'll take the hits if you're giving me magic touch. Yeah, exactly. Play whatever you want the rest of the night. Yeah.
1: Um, and the idea that, like, I paid $35 for that, I was yeah. like, I was, without any effort, I was within 20 feet of the front of the stage. Yep. Then the place, I'm just saying that it's a smaller venue, you know yep, what I mean? Yep. That's all I'm getting at there. I mean, the place was packed. Um, it wasn't a pain in the ass to do all that stuff. It was cheaper. You had a great band yeah. that allowed Paul to be Paul. Yep. And, 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 um... And then you hear these these killer songs, and I'm like... Wait, what did if, you see
0: 89 tour?
1: I did not. Okay, no, that, that nor was nor. all East Coast, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, maybe it was. Yeah, I think I, it didn't
1: get very far in. But okay. um, uh, the the idea that, like, what if Gene did this? Yeah. You know, and what if, like, w- as a Kiss fan, I will take this hands down. I mean, I've gotten my shows, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and I think the, the psyche of the fan is kind of a bummer to me that, yeah. that we have to... Well, like Motley Crue's getting back together, one of their bullshit excuses is that, like, well, there's new fans because of the dirt, and they never had the chance. That's that. That kind of makes it matter to me. Like, yeah, like I didn't get to see Jimi Hendrix. That doesn't mean you don't fucking dig him up, right? Or, or and do all this other stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm not that. I'm not a Hendrix guy. I'm just and, saying. And
0: Vince Neil is not giving a new fan their money's worth. No, I'm sorry.
1: No, yeah, it's just that whole thing is you know, yeah. a, a fucking clusterfuck. But. I mean, I remember
0: Eric and I saying to each other, like, after the Paul show, like, this is what it should be. Yeah. Like,
1: because... I want another Paul solo album, another Paul tour. I'd rather... i yeah, that. Yeah,
0: yeah. We were both of the, the mind that we would have rather seen them go in that direction than do Kiss ever again. Or if they were going to do Kiss, take the makeup back off. Now, they're locked into you. They'll never do it now. Right. You know, uh, of course, they're ending. But...
2: <laughs> the brand.
0: I feel like it could have been such a... a more of a graceful... Uh, and people are going to argue, yeah, but then ticket sales wouldn't be there. But
1: I don't know. Uh, ma- oh, without the makeup, without maybe. Makeup, yeah, ticket sales weren't there until they said we're going to call it a day. Yeah, that's again.
0: True. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I am sorry, but it, if it, I don't, it, we should be ashamed that that's that effective. Yeah, agreed. We, we, they've already done this once. Yeah, you know, yeah. Motley Crue is now doing it again. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. But yeah, you know, but I just think fans they 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 can't. It was a big moment for me to kind of realize that, that it's okay if Kiss stops. Yeah. Um, because for I was,
0: was fucking broken up when they announced the first farewell tour oh really okay yeah I fucking cried that day I, like I, I was I was really fucking bummed
1: well see I flew out to see my last show with my sister who like I said she was the reason I got into Kiss yeah I probably would have got there on my own mm-hmm. just because it was so natural and it wasn't like they weren't everywhere yeah Um, once, but... you,
0: once you heard Asylum you would have been yeah. locked
1: in <laughs> they're lucky I didn't check out of Asylum <laughs> that was the first time I had to force myself to say I liked something by Kiss by really? the yeah, at
0: the time,
1: yeah, at the time, wow. and I, I, I know, know that looking back now, but I remember there was a little discomfort, like with yep. that record. But, um, but I saw my last uh, farewell show with my sister. It was a big deal. I flew out so we could see it together, mm-hmm. and it was a great night, and it meant a lot to me. And the idea that they could just take that away from me is is, is sort of insulting, yeah. especially you know me as a fan, you know. Yeah. Like I was telling, Nick Simmons is walking around in eight hundred dollars jeans because of me, yeah, and they fuck right. me over like this, right? Right, Uh, but uh, (laughs) that's another joke. Yeah, I mean, the the line you
0: sell the fans should be your word, right? Yeah. So when they go back on a farewell tour, and and to me, one of the one of the worst fucking kiss moments was no, we meant farewell Uh, to the original member. Yeah, fuck you. You did not mean that (laughs)
1: at all. And we start the fuck you, uh, spaceman and catman era. Uh, not Ace. It's always been the characters. Uh, I oh, by the way, I said that to Eddie Trunk. I I corrected him at one point. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Eddie. We have to correct you. you. You don't mean Ace and Peter. That's Catman <laughs> That's and Spaceman right. Man. That's right. That's right. Like, oh, give
0: me a fucking break. The but. individuals mean nothing.
1: Yeah, oh, God. Like, my record said, Ace, Peter, Gene, and Paul. Fucker. Oh, <sighs> uh, awful.
0: Single North American show is coming. You got them for two nights in Philadelphia. Night. Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Freely, Peter Chris. Show me, show me, show me, show me. The original members of KISS return. Together again with full makeup for two nights, October 8th and October 9th. Live in the brand new state of the Art Core State Center tour that's racking up sold-out shows all across America is coming to you. Tickets go on unsealed
2: this Friday at the box office. Ticketmaster in charge by phone. 215-336-2000 609-338-9000
1: by Concert. We're just gonna ride this out with Kiss. Uh, that you know, the, 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 I figure the, that might happen that way. Um, <laughs> so, well, how about this then? If we're just gonna commit to the bet, what's the dumbest Kiss thing you ever bought? Like the worst piece of merchandise or whatever.
0: You know, it's funny because I can tell you, Eric's, and that was the pool cue. Oh, because I it was something that I mocked him about for years. Does he play pool? I don't think he did. Actually, you know what? We would play pool. I think I think he would bring it. Um, Dumbest thing I ever spent money on. There's got to be something.
1: The Kiss condoms come to mind for me. Yeah,
0: I bought stupid shit like that. Uh, You know what? It's more that people would buy me shit like the Kiss Pez. Yeah. Like, for Christmas, and I had to politely be like, okay because I buy kiss shit doesn't mean I need this kind of kiss thing like I it's a stocking stuffer yes but please don't you know um wow I always bought you know I kind of went away from the merchandise and and completely just started to buy the uh the music um so I don't know that I have an answer to that I'll have to think on it I'm sure there's something okay but there's nothing that's uh, me going to Walmart to buy the fucking Kiss M and M's.
1: Oh, we did a whole bit on that when we did the Sonic Boom. Like, yeah, I, I had the, to, I
0: had to, I had to buy the Kiss
1: M and M's. Uh, I did. I bought those too. Um, but yeah, I was mad that Kiss made me go to Walmart. Yeah, uh, and they've done it twice now, just yep. thanks for this Black Friday deal. But yep. uh, also, by the worst hype sticker ever is that a Walmart exclusive on a Kiss record? To me, that that sucker is getting pulled off. <laughs> Amazing. I don't want that. Um, uh, what about this? The last time I think I had to, like, basically anytime Kiss came around, if mm-hmm. there was anything, people would ask me if I was going. Yeah. I haven't been asked since, I think the last time I was asked was probably the Motley Crew tour. Mm-hmm. Every Ever since then, people pretty much know I'm not. I, yeah. I mean, a couple people said, well, with the end of the road, you know, but it, it seems like the message is clear. Like, as far as a live touring entity, I, I don't want it. It's just not for me. Yeah. yeah. You? Do people still ask?
0: Nobody has asked me um I, I think actually the last tour that I saw that wasn't a cruise show was that Molly Crew tour. Okay. And I did not like it. Um I no, nobody has asked me. I think probably because anybody that would ask me would be from the podcasting community and they all kind of know my view on it. Yeah. People I work with. I mean, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm actually, maybe I should have phrased that. I, I, I do get asked from that group of people, yeah. certain things, but it's all, I'm talking to people that like, haven't talked to you since grade school, but are still friends with you on Facebook, that kind of no, stuff. No, no, coworkers.
0: Kinda, no, no, they kind of, they kind of left the, the whole kiss thing after the cruise. Kind of like I talked about it mm. and, and yeah, they kind of just, so the words out, yeah, yeah, I think so.
1: That's good. I think so. I don't have a whole lot more on KISS to get into. Uh, we, uh, we didn't talk about uh, um, the Vinnie Vincent show. Did you want to talk about that at all? Sure, what, but tell me what you know about it. Well, it was supposed to be at and Pod 3 in the same hotel. On the same day, right? Yeah, on the okay, same day. I remember day, that. Uh, and they were they, they they, they had, I think they had reached out to to Chris about like trying to piggyback that again after fucking him over the year before. Which
0: Wait, was, they they actually did that. They reached out to try yeah, to like make yeah. amends with him and and like
1: not not make amends Almost just like almost pretend of, it never happened. Like really? Hey, I have this idea. Vinny's doing a birthday bash. We could co promote it. Uh, so because that
0: wouldn't end badly,
1: yeah. Anyway, so of course he had already canceled the only two public shows that he was making. So this, was, right, that I knew about. This was going to be just the third cancellation. Okay, um, and, and it was going to be a performance. It was going to be a. He called it a birthday bash. He was throwing himself, you know, the big six two. Uh, <laughs> so literally, you go there and you get to have cake with Vince. Yeah, there was cake. There was balloons. So they had a room. But this is... So there were people that were at the hotel just for the Vinnie Vincent convention, you know, you can tell. Okay. Uh, wearing a Vinnie Vincent a- Anybody with usually. an onk on their face. Yeah. <laughs> or anybody wearing jean shorts was what right, we right. said. But... Uh, <laughs> um, well, it turns out this is how this thing was fucking managed. You were told to wait for a text at a certain time uh and then you would be told of the secret location to go to. No. Yeah. you got to be fucking No, so me. you didn't even know. Like, you you flew in. You probably don't. You,
0: Wait, like, secret location in this hotel? No, no. Secret it, location somewhere. Oh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah so getting, fuck you, you have to you. hire
1: an Uber. Uh, and apparently, like, the. So, but Vincent worked out a deal with Uber. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying a lot of people are flying in. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not. They don't have a car. Yeah. Um, they're, they're planning on seeing this thing at the hotel they're fucking staying at. So, yeah, like around 5 o'clock, they all got a text. So,
0: until they got there, they thought this thing was going to be at the hotel.
1: I think they might have known the day before oh that it was God. going to be off-site. So, uh,
0: so, did they not have the hotel booked, or...?
1: Yeah, God, there was a room that had pink balloons in it just down the hall from where we are at. So, we were wondering if that wasn't the area they staged it. Oh, wow. Um, I, some of this stuff, I'm going off of memory. So, But I do know that supposedly... The first people that arrive, they, yeah. they're they're taken to this. It's a a recording studio in in Nashville, and they they come down the hallway and they hear you know shredding going on, and uh, and they think it's just a tape. But they this get there. Sounds promising. There's Vinny just shredding the nut. You know, they're going to town on the guitar. Uh, and then yeah, he played for him, and then they he hung around and, and talked. Of course, nobody was allowed to shoot any video. There's no actual I knew evidence that's of this. where this was going. There are pictures of people with Vinny from there, sure, but there's no evidence. That, you know, because Vinny's very much like God. You either yeah. have faith or you are dead to him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, if you don't believe me, even though I've let you down and lied to you over and over again, if you don't believe me, then you're you're, you're the problem.
0: Well, that sounds very familiar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah, so does the he's not lip syncing. Okay, he's lip syncing, but he's earned this. Right. Uh, there's a political connection there. It, I can think of it. It's absolutely. Like, yes.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that they uh, that that had gone off. I I, I heard that it was going to be the same day, but I
1: didn't know there was any uh, anything coming out of it. Uh,
0: so, does he have anything
1: planned? He now? does actually soon here, really, uh, December fourteenth at Christmas bash. Really, he's into the bashes now. Yeah, apparently, so that's uh, a new thing. Supposedly, this one is open to people who aren't in the the Vinnie Vincent fan club.
0: So that was the deal with this previous. Yeah,
1: you had to be okay. like in a group of people that he had uh, he had weaned out all the uh, haters. Oh. <laughs> How does he do that? Like anybody that was sure, sending right? a negative message on if Facebook. You, if you say something true, he yeah. gets you out of there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he got into it with me. Yeah. Yeah. And is this with the when you got it signed or the thing?
0: No. Uh, uh, right after the expo, when he was shitting on Chris. Oh,
2: I went. Back you actually
0: and, heard something from him? Yeah. Um. I left. A, well, I mean, if it was him running his Facebook page, okay, could have been Meredith. Yeah, it could have <laughs> been anybody uh, uh, affiliated. But I was like. Uh, It was about that custom title on Kiss FAQ about uh, the Tupperware that he took offense to. Yeah. And it was shitty. Like, I don't think anybody would uh, uh, dispute that, right? Right. But I I was just trying to say, you know... And Julian Gill owned it. Yeah, he did and did absolutely a wonderful job explaining it and took absolute responsibility for it. So I went on there and I was like, you know, you're attributing this to Chris... And it needs to be known that this is not something that Chris had a hand in, yeah, and he's like it doesn't matter it doesn't and it went back and forth like three or four times before he was finally like it, until he threw like an f bomb down or something that you know let me know know that he was absolutely serious, and my opinion on this matter did not mean anything, yeah, but yeah, that was a whole shitty time
1: and it's it's weird too, because it wouldn't take a lot of work to realize we're Sin fits in the Vinny spectrum as far as come on, you know. I mean, the idea that like he ended up like uh, getting into three si- getting on the three sides of the sh- the coin show, who had yeah. a Vinny jar, right? Or anytime anybody vi- mentioned Vinnie Vincent, you had to throw a dollar in the the, the, the a metaphorical dollar, I assume. Yeah. But you know, the fact is a matter, they made it clear from day one, Vinny didn't save Kiss, Vinnie. You know, they they've been anti Vinnie, and you here you have a show that's basically celebrated Vinny's career, Ben. Oh, uh, the better giving him the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? The Devil's mm-hmm. advocate, so to speak. But uh, yeah, it, would, it again wouldn't take that much. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you paid it, any attention at all, you'd know.
0: And, like, and just for him to say shit like you know, Chris has always been a troublemaker, and yeah, you know, no. That it, whole Chris weird was, arc too,
1: like yeah, Chris was the one that was like
0: you know, sounding your horn for many a year <laughs> when you were out of the public
1: eye. Yeah. Let well, that, that turn so fast, though. I mean, it was oh, like my God. the guys in hiding. They then all of a sudden they meet him in Atlanta. They get him on the show. He's going to be at the expo. He's the hater. So it's, fucking weird. It's just fucking nuts, man. And I mean, like, I actually think he's got some mental issues. But there, I think actually there might I think be. most people do. But yeah, there there might be. Um, but like for the,
0: I mean, what a roller coaster ride for Chris and Aaron, right? Yeah. I mean. That was such a, a high to be on, you know, like after, because I remember like when Eric started to do interviews, he, you know, he would kind of throw out, like, I wonder if I could get Vinny, like, yeah, I wonder what kind of interview I could do with Vinny. Because I mean, for those that don't know, he's had Ace, he's had Gene, he's had Bruce.
1: Uh, I didn't know he had Ace. I got to check that he one out. He did Ace, yeah. Um, I think it was before Gene. Well, Ace would seem like a bad interview.
0: Uh, I mean, you know, it was a, it was an ace interview. Okay. Um, it seems, uh, the one thing that Eric and I agreed on, it seemed kind of genuine. Like I, okay. I thought it was, uh, probably a better interview than, than others I'd heard with ace. Although I will we check it down. But. Yeah. And Eric, you know, he, he knows what to ask, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's, no, he's good great. at that sort of thing. And I'm not, which is why he does that and I, <laughs> I'm sitting in a hotel room with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, uh, it, it, you know, it, it kind of just always seemed like a, well, yeah, that's a nice to think about, but that's never going to happen. This was actually at the time when Vinny put out that auction of ridiculous, Christ. you can interview me for a half a million dollars or whatever yeah. it was. It was something ridiculous. Um, My contracts, my guitar picks, whatever Stage it was. pants. Yeah, right? For nine grand, I believe. So... um. You know, the the fact that there was a price tag on an interview made me think, okay, well, maybe nobody's ever going to get an interview. And then for, I was never even a a fan of Vinnie Vincent Invasion. It was never my cup of tea, but I listened to that Decibel Geek interview Mm -hmm. and I was so fucking happy for those guys. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, and Vinnie sounded happy to to talk about it, you know? Sound like
1: actually like he he was a decent guy, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, Whereas the first interview he did. At that convention, I thought it was a little b- weird when he was going about on about the mean Mister Mustard with Paul and all yeah. that. I was like, okay, this is a this is a strange step back, you know. But but I was I was rooting for the guy, you know. Yeah, me too. You know, I was just like, okay, well, this is the, you know, this is maybe the third act will be good for him, but you know, it, it just. But got it turns out up. everybody was right. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. It's just like he's a shady fuck. Uh, yeah, and he's just not a not a good guy did you see the contract was released what contract uh, the, the, the? The, the the you know the the contract he would never sign with kiss oh no 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 yeah and I god I wish I would have looked this up I, I I printed it out I haven't gone through the whole thing but there were some nuggets that I thought were interesting and it was like um, and it's real yeah well, as far as I know um, yeah, right. uh, it uh, it definitely looked official I, I found it on kiss FAQ oh wow but um how was it he gave up a ton of in publishing, real, you know, he he never signed it, so I don't know. That, sure, I don't know how things actually worked out. Yeah, I
0: do wonder. But he how, got about, how... I
1: think it was just under a hundred grand a year. Wow, um, like two thousand a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh, but yeah, it was there was a couple things in there. The couple nuggets that made it. This is not really a good deal. Mm-hmm. It's good for Kiss, right? Um, but yeah, it really makes me wonder how much co-writing they actually did with Vinny on "Lick It Up" because. They never really released a, an album after that, at least in my opinion, that was as consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, for the record, I think that's the no best. No crazy night makeup. nights, uh, not crazy nights. No, mm-hmm. uh, I mean my way was a, a keeper, mm-hmm. but uh, um, the rest of it was garbage. Uh, but no, I, I, I think Are you that's, not a revenge guy. I love revenge. Okay. Actually, you know, I was using that arc. People can't see it, but I would say the same thing, kind of the opposite way, with from lick it up to revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Again think, with Vinny. and you notice, yeah, it, it's a, oh yeah, you're a good point. It bottoms out with Asylum, yeah, comes right back up with Re- to Revenge there, but and then uh,
0: just keeps going up for Carnival of Souls.
1: Yeah, I think so. Actually, I, I do
0: too. Yeah, that was one of the Kissmas episodes I got the most shit about was. Defending Carnival of Souls. Really? I thought that was a great album.
1: Josh Toomey just listened to that. Yeah. Uh, for the first time, and he called me just to tell me like, you like this album? This is fucking like your grandpa doing grunge.
0: Ryan McKay from Shabby Road, great, great guy. Uh, he's like, this is maybe one of the worst albums ever. Wow. And I, I didn't get it. I was, and I was like, maybe it's because I'm not a guitar player. He always went on about how it was all just, you know. Uh, one string garbage riffs, and I don't know enough about guitar to know that, but uh, I, I thought I Carnival Souls accurate. was pretty great. <laughs>
1: I, I do, too. I think it's like it kind of made me realize that, like, because uh, I always I, Bruce Kulick did nothing for me, mm-hmm. but I think it's a large part because Bruce Kulick wasn't allowed to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, that album, and it started with Revenge, but that album really showcased you let this guy be a little more on the creative yeah. end. Uh, we really could have had some you know good yeah. stuff because I thought there was some really good stuff on Hot in the shade it 's just a bloated record, but uh, and, and
0: they made the mistake of keeping the demoe elements on there, yeah, and the drum machine, yeah. like um, but I mean
1: songs, yeah, yeah, there's some great songs on there. you take it down to eleven this track, this sure, is probably a great album, sure. but uh um but yeah i I really think they 've been more successful when they 've gone out of their box. Not commercially, yeah. But I think they've done a good job of achieving what their goal was because I think, uh, all, although I think the concept of the Elder is is kind of childish, mm-hmm. I think as good, doing a more serious story thematic album, yeah. I thought they were successful. Yeah, um, I actually have more issues with the production than probably anything. I think on it, the Elder, really, yeah, with. Um, when you get into uh, Under the Rose and mm. uh, what are those two songs that are tied together? Only You. Only You. The, 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 it's more the EQing just isn't very clean on those songs specifically. <clears throat> um, but I thought the drum sound was a little flat throughout the record. Yeah, um, But, you know, that's kind of what Bob Ezrin does. But... Bob Ezrin isn't my favorite producer either yeah. from a sound point. I love product, typically the songs and, and the way he puts them together. Yeah, I his, do like
0: a, his What he weaves together is always great, maybe not the sonic correct. method of it. Yes, yeah. I, I'll, I'll co-sign on that.
1: But Carnival Soul, same thing. I yeah. think they tried to do something a little more serious, a little more grown up, Yeah, get rid of the stripper, strip bar fucking yeah. lyrics and I thought they they actually managed to to do a really good job. So yeah, like every time. Um, so when you're on the
0: cruise, they play what I assume is an iPod with all of the Kiss albums on shuffle. Okay, and there were m- more than one time. And I mean, you know, in terms of Kiss, I'm a I was a uh, up to creatures guy as kind of the main okay piece, and then the rest kind of more casual. And inevitably, a song would come on, and I'd be like, you know, I really dig this, and I'm trying to place, is this, is this one of the weird B-side animalized songs? Is this Murder in High Heels? Is this what? Mm. And nine out of ten times, it was something on Carnival of Souls that I was really getting into.
1: Oh, so you weren't, at the time, very versed in the record.
0: It, it wasn't even that I wasn't versed in it. It was that I'd went many years without listening to it, listened to it for the Kissmas episode, and then kind of just, you know... Never really revisited it again, Uh, and it was more just like, yeah. Obviously, within like once I hit the lyric of a Kiss song, I will probably be able to tell you what it is. Yeah, but it was one of those things where you're you're kind of caught off guard, and it's like, wait, what? But you're dealing with a catalog of what 250 songs, you know? Yeah, and then uh, because you're you're. Usual buffet is not the place where you expect to hear seduction of the innocent,
1: you know. <laughs> so it kind of just takes you out of your
0: element. When hotter than hell starts, you're like, yes, hotter than hell. Did
1: Mark uh, Chikini ever cut you off in the buffet? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he might have. I I, yeah. I don't know that I would recognize him, but it's yeah. entirely possible.
1: He's uh, one of the uh, inspirations for the term shirt tucker. Um, <laughs> uh, and that uh, because like uh, I you know maybe this is a good chance to explain it. We keep talking about yeah. it. I think I'm implying. When I say shirt tucking, anybody mm-hmm. that tucks their shirt in is an idiot.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: what I'm talking about is more the mentality of someone that tucks in a Ted Nugent shirt or mm-hmm. a, you know, a T-shirt. It's like um, it's not really a crime against humanity or anything like that. Right. It's just that you can. there's a personality trait that goes hand-in-hand hand with that yeah. that I'm talking about. So, uh, But, yeah, he's definitely a <laughs> shirt tucker, uh. <laughs> and he's going to be rude at the buffet. Yeah. There's, no, there's no way that guy doesn't have bad manners.
0: Yeah, thankfully there were enough um, – people and uh, places to eat on the boat that yeah. your chances of running into one particular
1: person were pretty slim. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. He probably had his own wing, though. He's kind of a celebrity.
0: Well, that's what I'm told. In fact, I, I do remember after the Kiss <laughs> cruise, I remember Three Sides of the Coin talking about doing a cruise of their own.
1: Oh, yeah. The um, Three Sides cruise. We're and I would love, a dinghy.
0: Yeah, I'd uh, love to see the uh, the turnout there.
1: They do a meet and greet in Minnesota. Once well, I guess I haven't uh, I haven't listened in years. Maybe they stopped doing it.
0: I was gonna uh, say, is that why Kiss stopped doing the one on the cruise? <laughs> yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> but uh they have like a, a fan meetup. Mm-hmm. Um kinda arrogant that they call their, their listeners fans, but uh yeah. uh I know at one of them. like the I saw some pictures that someone had posted and there was like four people that came out that uh, <laughs> Uh I, but that's that's the absurd story of how they started the show. They're just they're just like regular guys hanging mm. out at a sports bar talking mm. about Kiss. Right. Cuz that happens all the fucking time. That's mm-hmm. why they call them sports bars cuz right. you want to talk <laughs> about a band that has almost zero interest in sports, you know. Right. But wow. the, how many yeah, well, let's let's close on this. How many uh uh games did you uh, go to for the LA Kiss? Kiss
3: it's, that's an awesome name for a band. It really is, but is it the best aim for a football
0: team? I don't know. I know somebody that went. But yeah. No, I was never at a Nelly Kiss game. I actually, and I never watched an episode of that reality show.
1: I I watched the the first few minutes of the first one, and it was like by reality TV show standards, yeah. it was unbelievable.
2: We're here to shake things up and take this whole league to another level, which shamefully it hasn't been to. We want you to know that we're not doing this as a hobby but we are here to stay. Since we first began 40 years ago, we've been hit with, who do you think you are? You will only get the respect you demand. You've got to be able to pee on the ground like an animal claiming its territory and say, we are the kings of the jungle. That's what we're doing with our team. We take a tremendous amount of pride in this. That's a logo that's been around for 40 years. And for us to put it on something, we we are totally committed to this for the
1: long haul. Uh, it was it, it was just bullshit. Yeah. Uh, watching Paul Stanley tell a football coach what he's looking for in a coach. Oh my fucking it, god! It's just like,
5: my first impressions of Coach Bob are all positive, although I haven't followed
1: his career. You know, we want a guy who can come in here and win now. We're not in this to lose. We do things big.
0: Well, live to win. Yeah. Uh, two two questions, reality show based. What were? This is something that I don't think Eric and I ever talked about on Paws and Sods.
1: What were your thoughts about Gene Simmons Family Jewels? Um, well, it was kind of embarrassing as a Kiss fan. Yeah. Uh, I have to admit, I watched quite a bit of it. Yeah. Um, it was somewhat addictive. It made me... At first, it was really easy to hate Nick Simmons right away. And yeah. by the end of it, I, I didn't like Sophie. Mm. Um, I'm just talking as people. Because, you know, the whole thing is that Gene, like, my kids are well-educated. They mm-hmm. don't do drugs. They're good kids. They never miss a day of school. and mm-hmm. all, all that good stuff. And at first, they kind of come off as normal kids. But, yeah. like, it was, it was difficult when they would do shows where, like, they would actually interact with Kiss fans. And listening to these little entitled shits... Talk about all of us like all we do is sit in our parents' basement and watch VHS bootlegs right. of their dad, right? You know, and it's like, well, you again. That's that is the catalyst for that that little shot. You know, the same
0: people that are on the boat watching her.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's a little creepy that some of the every now and then someone will post like a kind of a shot of her and make some in, in a kiss room. Yes, that was
0: tremendously creepy whenever yeah. I saw anybody do that. Oh,
1: Early on in the show, though, she's pretty young, so she's still kind yeah. of a cute kid. But towards the end, when they do that that fake, like, Shannon is upset because Gene was seen in public with his, walking into a room with two women on his arm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's supposed to be code for she found out he cheated on him. Like, right. Shannon... I we all know yeah okay you know and then like so then they they pretended like Sophie refused to to talk to her dad and then like she opened a a women's shelter in Canada which is a nice thing that they named after right but Who, like Sophie did yeah to help like a the a place for you know abused women or that yeah. kind of to get a to get away a great cause but the fact of the matter she didn't do a fucking thing and I'm mm-hmm. tired of like if you earn it great mm-hmm. you don't have to apologize to me because your life is easy mm-hmm. but you don't deserve credit because Frankly, I deserve more credit than you do because Mm. people like me have made your cake life the way it is. Mm. And so don't make fun of me. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me I live with my parents. Mm-hmm. My When I'm in my basement, it's my basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. They got the basement part right. But that's kind of how I felt. And Gene overall, look, it was a typical reality TV yeah. show. It was, you know, scripted. You know, there's about two minutes of content stretched over 23 minutes. Sure. A lot of shots of the house. Yeah. Uh, a lot of recaps of what you just saw. Right. And also uh, uh, an update of what you're going to see, Right. Uh, followed by a recap of what we just saw. And then you'll see what they showed you were going to see. Right. Uh, uh, along. Along those lines, what did you think of the Kastaria? Uh, uh, oh, is that special? the one where they pretend to when lose they're Eric? in Australia? Yes, yeah, yeah, that one was so embarrassing. And the painting? Yes. Oh, I have to finish this painting, yes. and uh, it ends
0: up being what? It was like no, a, was it, it was, was switched t- out with something like in a Brady Bunch sort of twist. Oh, that's right. But that's Collins' painting. That's not my painting. Um But the thing that I thought was funny about that is, I loved. Paul, uh, getting, because jeans lift isn't working right. Yeah. So Paul's like, use mine, like get on the thing, you know, the, the swing that he takes and, uh, jeans like, all right, I'll try that. And he gets on it. And, uh, Paul says something like, if you want to see what it's going to be like, get on it and have another guy. Hold on. So it's the same weight as Gene. <laughs> and it was just great to see Paul like busting Gene's yeah. Balls about being fat. Uh, and then, of course, Gene gets stuck on the thing, and uh, and it's staged, and that's fine. And it's but like, it isn't it an emergency
1: moment. kiss concert too? They have to put together like Is in it two days, like that. It's Doc's something's
0: like, going wrong. I can't remember what it. We got to get overall.
1: there. You look. We got to do this concert. Can you pull it off? <laughs> we only got forty eight hours. Well, I have right. to finish this painting, and Eric's lost. Yeah, yeah. It was very weird. <laughs> Eric fell off the cruise. We haven't and, found him. And
0: then the the gist of that was the I, I believe the. One of the storylines was that Eric wanted to sing Beth on tour, and
1: Gene kept telling him no. So we have video of Gene saying he promised Peter he wouldn't do it. How hard of a promise is that to take? What are your thoughts on that? I don't think that's a a must-play song. I got into a back-and-forth with Mark Striegel, him telling me that, like, (laughs) you don't understand. People, this is a song they have to play. I'm like, fuck no. Definitely not as an encore. How many years did they go not playing it? Yeah, Like, if you want to
0: play it, Put the fucking video on the screen of Peter Chris doing it, but before you come out for the encore, that's what you do. Pull a goddamn daydream believer, Davy Jones moment. Yeah, show the video. Show the video before you come out for the encore. I'm
1: all for that. You uh, you don't like the fake playing the piano where they all awkwardly stand behind him, and it is very much like the Paul Lynn moment. Yes,
0: yes, I I forgot about that. Somebody told me about that. Um, Yeah, it's just no. I mean, I thought the way if you're going to do Beth, I thought the way when they did it was it Sonic Boom that they came out and did it acoustic at the end. Mm. Um, No idea. I think it was a Sonic Boom tour. It was one of the shows I saw. They came out. Um, with acoustics at the end and did it unplugged. And I thought that was good. That'd be all right. That would be the way I'd want to see it if I was going to see it, but to sit there at a piano and try, they're not using, are they using like the original backing track or is it like some, yeah,
1: really? I think so. I mean, it's definitely not, uh, you're not hearing him play piano,
0: but I mean, it's, has it been recorded or something?
1: I, you know, I don't think so. Okay. Um, but I, I, I shouldn't say for sure. Yeah, if it's because they use the original backing track and then in like
0: somewhere in two thousand three they used this weird karaoke sounding Casio version <laughs> of it that sounded like shit that I always wondered why they had to do that. Oh. Um so for me, doing it unplugged I thought was the best way to go. Because Beth Unplugged isn't bad. Like on Unplugged, it's pretty great when Peter sings it. Yeah. It was okay when Eric sang it if he's gonna have to sing it. But no, I don't think it's if you don't have Peter there, you don't have to do Beth. Yeah. Do your all for the love of rock and roll or whatever it is. Yeah. Tommy doesn't have to do Shock Me. He can do Out of This World or whatever planet song he has to try to be Ace.
1: I actually don't think the makeup matters either, as much as they say it has to be. No. Because if you if if people were actually honest, Mm -hmm. the people that would notice and would care if you said we're gonna do this. Would you prefer they got new makeup or wear Ace and Peters? Mm-hmm. They would almost. It would be almost universal. New yeah. makeup. Yeah. Give us new designs. But now that they did it, those same people have to like. Well, I. Right. You have to understand. Look, the and the rest of the people wouldn't fucking know yep. that they're different designs. Exactly. They're still wearing makeup and big boots. That's what they know. <laughs> big boots. They got the tongue, yeah. the makeup, the boots. It's That's, all. It's all there. It's all yeah. you need. Yeah. So. That's Star Boys up there. Everything's good. <laughs> well thank you for talking kiss in december with me craig
0: <laughs> are you gonna chop this up into 12 installments uh, you know
1: maybe i should yeah I'll, maybe i'll sit on it for a year <laughs> and then i'll do it next year because i don't have time to do to, to edit it quite that yeah much. That editing is tough isn't it well craig this has been a pleasure uh anything you want to pitch anything you want to say any cheap shots you want to get in at either one of us
0: uh no i think uh, the cheap shots i think we're good for now until okay. so the next time i get blindsided uh, if you want to hear, uh, any of, uh, uh, the podcasts that I'm part of, you can hit the pods and sods network on pod Uh, I do episodes there. Eric Miller does episodes there. We both have, uh, quite a batch of things. You can hit the tags on the right hand side. If there's something in particular, you might want to hear us riff about, um, kissmas episodes are there if kiss is your thing we didn't shit on them every year uh <laughs> i i don't even think it was just shitting i i think we were honest about kiss i think that was one of the things that's that, how i would take it but yeah i think that's one of the things that that made our kiss episodes fun you know you can say you know okay yeah, detroit rock city is maybe the best concert opener there's ever been But Jesus Christ, it was really stupid when the Statue of Liberty gave the finger at the end of the revenge (laughs) tour. Like for for every good, I I think we presented a a bad uh, and a good balance
1: for the most part. You go into it with a good sense of humor. You're going to have fun.
0: Yeah. And I think um, if you want to listen to fun, and there are a ton of fun KISS podcasts out there, I would definitely put ours into the mix. I don't think you can go wrong with any of the kissmas episodes if i want to revisit kiss at any point i'll revisit the kissmas episodes instead of uh you know going out and buying uh i don't know glittery copy of unmasked or whatever they're putting mm. out
1: oh, i hope they do that i could really go for it I, I know copy. you could uh <laughs> one of my favorite kiss albums, by the way
0: i never had a problem with unmasked mm-hmm. i it wasn't as great as dynasty or the elder for me oh, but man,
1: really i think it's better than dynasty do you really yeah
0: yeah, I don't know. Dynasty's got Magic Touch and I think that that just
1: that's, that's probably a better song than any on either, either one of those records. Yeah
0: I, yeah, I feel like Magic Touch and Charisma could float Dynasty. All right, fair
1: enough. You know. And Those are two pretty high points.
0: Th- you know what? Uh I'd probably be in the minority. One of the songs in there I like least is 2000, man.
1: Hm. I I would Yeah, you probably are in the minority there.
0: Yeah. I just think it's ca- kind of bog standard key of A, three chord just anybody could toss it off. I'm kind of
1: bored with it, but if I'm yeah. playing Dynasty, I'm not skipping it.
0: I wouldn't skip it. No. I mean, I'd i skip whatever that song is about the girl getting wet uh, on one of the... What, I guess, is it on
1: Monster or Sonic Boom?
0: <laughs> song about it, Take Me Down Below.
1: Oh, I think it's called Take Me Down Below. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And I'm oh, an expert on those records. I, I bet. Ugh.
0: And I remember, the way I remember it, I think it's during Monster. There's just a point where... We're so fed up with the whole thing that we yeah. just get into hysterics and just like, the fuck are we doing? You know, and it was one of those moments that, like, I remember as being a great moment on the podcast because we were laughing so heartily at Kiss and how ridiculous all of Kiss is. If Monster gave us anything, it gave me that moment. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. That's an album that I would never have listened to again, whether I was sticking with Kiss
1: or not. I have a theory that they spent less time writing music for that record than they did uh, working on the album cover.
0: <laughs> they spent more time working on that Walmart promo for Sonic Boom. Oh, my God. Yeah, you, you had to admit that video was kind of fun, no? No. You oh, did, my you God. Like, I, you didn't like Gene Simmons ringing I, up potpourri? I, I
1: <laughs> hate Walmart, and I think it's embarrassing to it, to, to especially for a rock band. Yeah. I don't give it. Look. ACDC did yeah it was fucking lame when they did it too
0: so Paul like standing on top of like a uh, a cash thing playing a frying pan isn't your idea of a good time
1: not at all i was at that's actually a sad moment for me yeah people share that with me about once a year like some some like and not not to not someone like you or lose to be a dick right, right? it's like hey people hey, that really think i've they, never seen this before yeah. hey jason you're a kiss fan it's yeah. like ah the same people that share like that mike tyson kith kith yeah. yeah um like like i've never seen that before the outlets with their faces painted on it you yes know? The, the cow
0: with the gene simmons yes, makeup yeah i'd yeah. get the same
1: shit yeah. all the time but uh so yeah, those same people in the Folgers commercial once in a while, but uh a Folgers, com- you know what? That's a highlight, though.
0: Uh, that is a highlight. That is one of my biggest regrets was not bringing that as one of the presents on the final Christmas because no, yeah, yeah. the that would have been a great moment to relive. the 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 Folgers commercial, that little sp- at the end, that little snap,
1: yeah, fucking amazing. It's unreal. Um, the
0: best part, awaken <laughs> when he. When he throws his head up like that? Uh, oh, Christ. Best uh, thing he ever did was that Folgers commercial. I also p- saw Paul in Phantom of the Opera. Oh, did you? Yeah. Good. So don't tell me I wasn't a fan, motherfucker.
1: Yeah. You were. Were. But you weren't a true fan. I wasn't a true fan. That uh. drive
0: to, ca- to to Canada meant nothing.
1: Yeah. Anyway, yeah, what can you do? from Loose and myself, thank you for being a good sport. <laughs> thank uh, you, Pat, Pat Francis. This has got to be more than equal time. <laughs> uh, uh, so I, hopefully we've uh, we've. I don't uh, think I pissed on Loose enough, but yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll save
0: that for Pots and Sides. Episodes. There you go.
1: Yeah, and of course I look forward to any time you and Eric. I record together. I I understand just like anything, bands kind of change and do different stuff. Yeah, that's where you're at. But uh, I just uh, it's always fun here in YouTube. We'll banter. do
0: something. We'll su- we'll surprise. You know, we won't announce it, and then we'll. Put something out, and then,
1: yeah. Right on.
0: Just like the uh, the Folgers commercial yeah. dropping out of the sky, you'll get a new <laughs> Pods and Sods episode proper.
1: All right. Well, I don't think this is going to get shared on The Kiss Room, but uh, Matt Porter will probably still listen. Yeah. You know. All right. Thanks. Thank you.
0: tough for you because you got to figure out when you're doing this exactly what is latency and what is that he's trying to piece together what you said so that he can respond (laughs)
1: like a human being well most of the time he's already thought about what he's thinking and isn't listening to me at all
2: (laughs) it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football